This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Lovely, lovely. It's nice to have a bit of applause on a Monday night. Now, welcome to the Chelsea Football Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that never, ever takes a dive. Unless the ref isn't looking, of course. OK, I am Sanford Chidge, and the name of tonight's show is, you'll be amazed to hear, the Chelsea Football Fancast, Ducking and Diving. There we go. Now, Chelsea uh, got back to winning ways this week, I'm glad to say. Uh, with a win in their final Champions League group game against Sporting Lisbon, Jose had promised us youth in the team. But all we got was Ruben Loftus-Cheek for an eight-minute cameo at the end when Jose believed the game to be safe. Will Jose blood the promising youth players, or is he too risk-averse? And in the light of two submissions and a fall, of two, or sorry, I should really say two bookings and a let-off, uh, for diving in the 2-0 win against Hull, was Jose unwise to declare that Chelsea players don't dive a few months ago? All these questions. Should we really care as to whether our players dive or not? After all, winning is everything, isn't it? We will find out, I think. Anyway, joining me on the show tonight, no Sophie Rose. I, I, I feel mm. bereft. My better half is not here because she is off gallivanting, doing what young pretty things do on a Monday night at her work Christmas party. She elected to tell me this at lunchtime, but I love her, so I forgive her. But thankfully, we do have the beautiful Jonathan Kidd. I'm doing my best to impersonate her. So look at that lovely look, face. Look, look. 
Uh, are they real? <laughs> are they real? No. You were dribbling at I yourself, was dribbling mate. At <laughs> that was really I was, I was drooling at my own. Oh, that is just <laughs> disgusting. Oh, my own breath. I really hope that you didn't get that in close-up, because I did, and it was not pretty. Yeah, happily they were on you, actually, I think. Well, then, that's, 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 they're lucky, lucky them, is all it's I'm saying. It's very nice to be this close to you, because normally you try and keep us apart. I know, and I'm going to keep my beady eye on you tonight. <sighs> we, were, we were together as one at the match. We were. We, we, we will talk about that later. We will. Uh, we've also got, we've got Charlie back with us. Hello. Now, I've got a new song. I've got a new song for Charlie, and I want everybody to join in, all right? You'll, you'll get the gist of it. Remember the Charlie Cook or the Keithy Willer? Ready? Charlie, Charlie Skillen, Charlie Skillen on the wheel. <laughs> you like that? Very much so. Yeah, I thought so. So we've got Charlie back. How are you, mate? You all right? Very well, cheers. Thank you very Good much. to see you in the booze before the game, of course. Yes. yes. Last but by no means least, uh, a man we haven't seen for a while, I'm sad to say. It's but, been an age. Yeah, it has, I know. We should, I'd like, you, you're welcome here any time, Dan, you know that. I've seen about 100 games since I was last I here, know. I think. Well, it feels like it, doesn't it, for you? I yeah. mean, you are everyone, of course, and thank God you are, because without you on Twitter, when I'm not actually at a match, I'll be well and truly stuffed. Fantastic yeah. to see you again, Dan, you're looking well. Thank you very much. Lovely to be here. Yeah, always. really good to see you, mate. Really, I'll be looking forward to this show for uh, a long time. Now, uh, on the benches, we mm. have benches tonight. I believe we have cameras on benches, camera, light, action, benches, the gaffer, Hello. with a caption. How about that? A all caption right. and a cheeky flat cap. How are you, mate? All right. Thank good. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all right. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> Fogging your throat. We've also got the lovely Dan Silver. Evening, Chidge. How are you, mate? You're very well, and yourself? It's great to see you. And well, you're on the telly again. We I missed know. you last week. It was awful, wasn't I it? Know. I know. Of course, I was with you at the football on uh, Wednesday, wasn't I? Thanks we for were. your lovely ticket donation. No, my pleasure. No, it was a good, good game. Of course. Uh, of course, I didn't actually watch any of the games because I spent most of it talking to you, but there we go. Um, <laughs> we've also got, of course, a man who has been uh, f struggling to pass his fitness test for the last few weeks, but I'm delighted to say he's made the grade this week uh, in spite of horrible back knack. How are you, Andy? Not too bad, mate. Yeah, bearing up. Good to be back. Excellent to see you as well. So there we go. We've got the proper hardcore on the benches tonight. I, for one, am very happy about that. Is he on a cushion? Uh, I don't know. Are you all right, Andy? You're comfortable there? Is there anything I'm we can fine, do for yeah. you? Yeah, St John's on the on standby. Good <laughs> man. That's what I would like to hear. Okay. Well, any, if there are any emergencies, we'll, we will of course rush out. I mean, there's a hospital up the road, so we're all in good shape. Good. Now, uh, if you lot out there want to be on the benches, uh, now that we're back on TV and you can you can be famous, uh, all you have to do is you send us an email to chelseafancast at gmail.com. That simple. Now, on the uh, lovely little show we have for you tonight. We have, of course, got Ross's ratings uh, for the Hull and the Sporting Lisbon games, although I don't think either of them are Ross's ratings this week. Are they yours again? I stole them from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Should I tell you where I stole them from? That would be a good idea, that's I think. Kind of, that's kind of how I roll, you know. I've got no shame. I stole them from the ESPN's website because I saw that Marco Worrell, a great friend of mine and the show, uh, does ratings for ESPN, so I stole his ratings. But I have to say, both his and the other bloke who did them on Saturday were far too generous. So I have, I have rossified them. We'll be in there like... like uh, I've rossified the ratings because they to were criticize. too high. They were too high. They weren't. Anyway, we'll have that in a minute. Yeah, booing already from the benches, that's what I like to hear. Right, OK, now, also, obviously, we're going to have a chat about the Hull and the Sporting Lisbon games, if we can remember them. Uh, I always struggle, as you know, and of course we will be awarding the fannies this week just for the, well, I say just for the Hull, it's kind of a combined fannies this week, but they're mainly from Hull, because I don't really remember what happened at Sporting Lisbon, thanks to talking to Dan. Uh, but of course, you've got Man of the Match, Chant of the Match, Celery and Guinness Moments. Now you have probably got, actually, about an hour to go and vote on the website, because we're, we're not doing that until part five this week. So you need to go to chelseafancast.com forward slash the hyphen fannies. 
So there we go. Now, at the end of the show, we will be having a little bit of Chelsea Chatter stats where Jonathan will read them in a proper voice. This proper, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. I won't even be Good. veering no into No comedy. Else. No, no, there's no comedy. Nothing, nothing to laugh about on this show. No. It's going to be very from serious. Now on, it's from now on. Because we were, we were too flippant last or week. Or as Monty Python used to say, no more silliness on this show. Thank you. Thank you. It's too silly. Dear old Graham Chapman. I had a Graham Chapman moment, though. I love to you all. Impersonating people. Next week, I shall wear a military uniform and a moustache and carry a cane in honour of Graham Chapman. That would be quite good, I wouldn't think it? That'd be really good. It would. Anyway, moving swiftly along, a bit of Chelsea chatter stats. And of course, we've got loads of news this week. We've got stuff, uh, loads of stuff coming up, and uh, including a book that I've already lost that I'm going to show you later. But I will try and find it, and then I will show it to you because it's rather good. Uh, anyway, enough of that. Um, don't forget, of course, you can. I've got a new plan this week, and that is to actually read what you're tweeting and mixlering during the break so that I can talk about it at the beginning of the next part because that's kind of what they do on grown-up TV. Oh, yes. <laughs> do you want me to stand in for Sophie Rose and to read them for you? I don't think you, you, you ain't a patch on her. No, mate. indeed, but I, just to help you out. You know. No, I think we'll, 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 we'll confer during okay. the break. How yeah. about that? Uh, so don't forget, whilst we're on air, uh, and in fact, any time you like, really, you can tweet us at Chelsea Fancast, and, of course... Uh, if you want to listen to it, I can tell you that it is working beautifully, Mixler, because we are broadcasting from that, an iPhone. Forget half a million quid's worth of technology in the studio. We don't need that. We're broadcasting from Mixler tonight on, on an iPhone. I love that. So if you want to join in the fun there, it's mixler.com forward slash Chelsea hyphen fancast. So I look forward to interacting with you in a social media type styly in a minute. Now, before we do all of that, uh, we're going to talk about some football, I'm amazed to say. Uh, we've got some ratings, I do believe. Have we got some ratings, people? Uh, just wave generally when we have. Um, I, I can read them out anyway. There we go. Whoa, we got them. Lovely. Okay. We're, I'm informed by Charlie, not that Charlie, Charlie in the gallery, that we have four minutes to discuss the ratings, but I will read them first, and they are... Perchek, he got six. Uh, uh, Felipe Luis, he got seven. Cahill got six. Terry got eight. Ivanovic got seven. Mikel got seven. Matic got eight. Hazard got eight, Oscar got eight, William got seven, Costa got seven, and the substitutes, Drogba got seven, and Sherla and Ramirez did not play long enough to get any marks at all. What do you think of those, Dan? I think there's an awful lot of eights in there that don't need to be in there. Yeah. Um, you, you think yeah. it's too high? I think it was yeah. a shocker. So basically when I said I'd rossified them down, I lied. Well, you know, um, I know, I know we're, we're all over-blessed with fantastic football these days. And it's very, very easy to say the game was rubbish when we won it anyway. But it was pretty poor, wasn't it? Um, I, I, I didn't see anybody on that pitch that looked like an animal. Well, who did stand out for you? Um, <laughs> I'm not that I'd like sure. to put you on the spot at all in any way, shape or form. Do you think that Hazard was an eight? Hazard in burst. Yeah, Hazard, moved, you know. Hazard moved around very, very well. I mean, and he had a, a bit of a typically Hazard game, didn't he? He, he sort of drifted him out, him out a little. Exactly. You could say he was hazardous. Yeah. Very good. No, you couldn't. I just did. <laughs> um, and a seven for Mikel. Oh, I did. Oh, I'm on the wind-up with that. Indeed. Okay, right. Okay. Indeed. Well, why, why, why not? I actually thought these were going to be the ratings for the game on the Wednesday. Oh, well, they're mm. even lower. Uh, no, but why not? I mean, I'm, why not? I'm, I'm a big fan of Mikel. I like him. And I know he was solid. Don't. He got stuck in. He, well, he Hull got stuck, had a go at stuck them. Stuck into the pitch mostly. You know, um, <laughs> he looked. He looks slightly rustier than sort of a, a 1954. Um, the rusty, you know, rusty, that, yeah, that bird been, on the weather, wasn't it? Something that had yeah. been sat in the garage for about three decades. That's yeah. how rusty yeah. he was. Yeah, my wallet. There isn't really much of a comparison between him and Fabregas. The, that, that's the really problem. Really. Is once, you, once you have the, the, the Porsche of, uh, of Fabregas with, with, the, with the rusty, 
And it depends what kind of Porsche. Yeah, for Huawei. Yeah, for Huawei. Yeah, for Huawei. Yeah, for Huawei. Yeah. Compared with the with the uh, the rusty 1954, whatever Skoda. it is. Yeah. yeah. I think they invented Skoda by then. What was it? it must have been an Austin. An Austin. Uh, Trabant. Yeah. He's a Trabant. Is that what you're trying to say? No, no. An Allegro or something. Yeah, That's no, in the something 70s, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyway, I think he's more of a Volvo, really. Boring and predictable and solid. Swedish. Uh, no, he's Nigerian. He came from Norway, didn't he? He did, actually, that's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. Oh, is it Malmo? Was he playing no, for? I can't no, remember some obscure no, team. We digress. Far. Charlie, who stood out for you? Why are my um, ratings shocking this week? Because I think what you I, boys are really trying to tell me. Yeah, I agree they're far too high. Um, I think... I, yeah, no, I just want to point something out. When I go too low, you always say, no, they're too low, they should be high. When I go too high, you say, no, they should, they're, too, they're too high, they should be lower. There's an average that you should be aiming for. Yeah. Thankfully, they've only got one minute to berate me. Carry on. <laughs> I mean, it was certainly our most laboured win of the season. Mm. Um, I, I, I think it's that laboured. I, no, I, I think, yeah, I mean, it was so crucial to get back to winning ways in the league after, yeah. after Newcastle. I think, actually, uh, Philippe Louise getting a, a seven would be something I have an issue with rather than a, rather than a six. Luis did get he got a seven. What's wrong yeah, with that? I think he deserves a six. I think he deserves an extra point for getting clouted by Huddleston. <laughs> you know, um, maybe actually I'd, the seven. I'd, I'd, seven I'd, is for the amount of mo- holes that are in his <coughs> knee, having tangled with Huddleston. The amount of holes he leaves behind him. Indeed. Back, I'd say. Can, can I make a, a, a late bid, maybe an early bid for man of the match? And, and for me, that would be um, Steve Bruce because he blocked out most of the match from where I was sitting. <laughs> so therefore, I was more grateful to him than almost okay. anyone else in the world. I, do you know what? I was sitting almost above you, but I will tell you more about that later, because we have got to go, I believe, uh, to a very quick break, and then we're actually going to be talking about the game in more detail rather than Chidge getting coated off for rubbishy ratings. How about those apples? We'll see you in a sec. <laughs> The only place for Chelsea fans. Footballfancast.com. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chelsea. Lovely, lovely, lovely. We're back, and this is Chelsea Football Fancast. I am Stanford Chidge, and this is, this is Dan Levine, for, or also known as Bruce Chronicle, as we like to call him, or Blues Chronicle on Twitter. <laughs> Charlie Skillen from the Mail. Jonathan Kidd from Loveyland, I suppose. Huge Loveyland. Yeah, yeah, Love-y I'm Land. happy to go with that. I like that, yeah. actually. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Pipkins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At least you got it right this time. Didn't you? I did. Yeah, I remembered. You. Toy Story, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah Toy yeah, Story. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Basically, star of stage, screen, and voiceovers for TalkSport. Anyway, uh, we are back, <laughs> and we are going to talk about um, the new car- uh, Newcastle, the whole match, obviously. I don't know why I keep saying Newcastle. Uh, but before we do, I've got, we've, because we're broadcasting uh, on Mixler on a, on a reliable source of technology, i.e. my iPhone, people can actually hear us, I do believe. And they've been, they've been bantering away in here. Uh, and there was a good one. I, I had it a minute ago. I was going to read it out. And here it is. It was the lovely Deb, CFC Unofficial, who, of course, is the fantastic supplier of our photographs. And she says, uh, come on, Mikel played at least one forward pass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he did okay, actually. Uh, I did too. And, uh, and, and Daniel Klassen, who is uh, a lovely bloke from Vancouver and, like me, a fellow Rush fan. Uh, it's my kind of uh, weakness. Uh, and Daniel says, am I right in thinking that Charlie looks very, very young or am I just getting very, very old? Would you like to answer that? It's probably a bit of both, isn't it? Okay, that's a sitting on the <laughs> fence. You've got splinters up your rear end, mate? <laughs> no, I, I'm 24. He's 24. And uh, Blue Henry, which is brilliant, he says... 
No, Sophie, I'm off to watch Corrie. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I can't, I, there's nothing I can say that will make you feel better for Absolutely that. I miss her enough. too. Yeah. What can I say? I wish I could tell you what Charlie Skillen said to me in the pub last week about the combo that is me and Soph. I can't because we'll be taken off air, but it was very, very funny. And all I can say is that there, there were three of them. I'll let you imagine And the they're rest. blue. And yes, they are. And yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> there we go, that's, that's a, a clue. Hint. That's a clue. Now, this okay business about Mikel, we don't want our midfielders being okay. We want them being exceptional. Yeah, but I don't want to talk um, about that. Do you know what I want to talk about first? You tell me. I'm going to talk about diving first. Do you, oh, know, good, what, do you good, know why good, I want good. to talk about diving because first? Because there was a lot of it. No, because <laughs> I've written a brilliant article for the International Business Times UK Sports About today. ducking and diving. Yeah, about diving and why, basically, I don't really care. And I think, basically, it's just a... I think us English get a bit too hot under the collar and... So it's all Johnny Foreigner's fault because they're all cheats and it's not like that at all. Okay. But you need to read it, really. To, okay. That's only a very kind of weird synopsis of it. Can you read a bit out of it? I, I've tweeted it on Chelsea Fancast okay. earlier, so if you want to go and check that out and, and click and retweet and like, then I get paid more money. That's how it works. Okay. Right. Anyway, no, the real issue about diving is uh, there, there were three incidents um, that, that obviously uh, got to the press's attention, uh, and they were William Cahill and Costa. And William and Costa got booked, and Cahill didn't. First up, uh, William, Dan, was that a dive? No dive. It, no, see, because what I would like to say here, and I, I think I said this in the article, I, I do not say, and I, you know, I'm not here to say whether I thought they were diving or not. You know, I, I think that none of them were clear cut, frankly. Okay. So anyway, Dan, you say definitely not. No dive. Why not? Because I, I think there, there was full momentum there. There was quite clearly a challenge that came in, and it, I thought it was fair enough. And there was contact. Oh, that's the other yeah. thing you need, really. Very, very minimal. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? Yeah. These days, and these days, modern players, you know, the way the game is, it is a faster game, number one, but also the slightest touch, and they will go down. I mean, you yeah. know, if there's contact, yeah. they'll go down. But I think that... Uh, Quicker than Paris Hill. Slow-mo slow -mo just confuses it for me, as with the mm. tackles. I don't remember seeing slow-ho from the East Middle. Do you have, like, a sheen of glass over the game now where you can actually see it? No, but don't you remember the... Like minority no, 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 remember the butler handed us a... a a tablet and we could see it. It's a very a surreal picture. experience sitting watching a game with you, but we're going to talk about that in the next part. Um, William, yes or no? Uh, yeah. I, I think you, thought, it, I, you thought it was a dive? I think it was a dive. I think it was very, very hard to get booked. Uh, yeah, what do you think, Jonathan? You I think that? he anticipated it. I think yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. I think yeah, that yeah. was the of the three that was more more likely to be a dive. I, I, no, I, other one. I'm, I, I'm amazed. Hales was obviously yeah, a dive. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. the, we'll get on to the Costa one. Yeah. There's obvious contact there. I don't know what, yeah. why they were going on about. We'll, we'll get on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm amazed. Uh, the, the, the illustrious company we've got tonight. I mean, you know, the, the size of Dan and, and Charlie's brains make ours look like the peas that they are. Indeed, I'm happy to. And yet you come out with the most sensible comment, Jonathan. You're on a roll already. Clearly. But uh, and I'm not just being nice to you because you were so hospitable. <laughs> you're being a bit nice though, to me. I am. You normally are, I know. Actually, well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, just yeah, get, yeah. get me a free roast yeah, yeah, dinner, yeah, and I'm yeah. yours, mate. <laughs> but um, I'll know that for the future. We must. It's all, actually. Uh, it's actually. It's a really good point, and, and, and I, I, this is why I, I'm. I don't. I don't really do think it was a dive because what he was doing at that great speed was anticipating Davies making a lunge, which he went to do, and then Davies cleverly withdrew his leg at the last minute. So, you know, he's like, oh, here we go. Oh, it's not, there's nothing here for me to really crash into. You so, have to remember that when they're hit and they fall over, they do hurt themselves. They do. Yeah. So, yes, I agree with all of you. Not deserving of a booking. Possibly a dive. Very hard to say, but definitely not a booking. Foyer is best. Yep. Uh, OK, so let's talk about Costa first, because I think Cahill was the really controversial one. My take on that was that Costa 
you know, he got tapped in the shins by Huddleston, I think it was. And I think he had every right to go down. In fact, you know what? He, Graham Pohl said this on, on TalkSport this mm. afternoon, which astonished me. He actually said that um, Costa was probably, you know, he saw Huddleston's leg come out and he was trying to get out of the way of it because if he had crashed through, he might hurt Huddleston. And then he gets penalised for a yellow card, which I thought was outrageous, Charlie. You, you agree with that summation? Yeah, yeah, ridiculous yellow card. Don't mm. think it was a dive in the slightest. I think it was a free kick. So Jose would say, Chelsea players are clean. <laughs> or something like that. But I'm, I'm sure we'll get on to Caitlin a bit. I but, watched uh, them with soap or something like that. <laughs> Very redolent of Don Revy, remember that? Yeah. One for the teenagers. He used he, to soap the Leeds players down. You wouldn't know why they told Brian Clough about it on Yeah, that's him. right, that's right, that's right. Anyway, we're move, moving yeah, away no, from C- Costa Costa was not a booking, it was no, free kicks to Chelsea. Not. But he's a man um, with a reputation now, isn't he? That's the truth. Yeah, but but wrongly, the same the same thing happened in at Burnley in the first game yeah. of the season. Um that wasn't a dive either. He he was fouled. It was you know, he, yeah, he went looking for the foul, but if you... you there was contact. You, you booked seven players a game if, if, you, if you did that. Well, I think Foy does. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is well, the trouble so with Foy. On, on each side, then. We, yeah, I, I don't we, want to get into Foy, because we're going to talk about his, his performance oh, later. Oh, but, good. So for you, definitely not a dive, definitely, definitely not, not yellow. Well, Again, definitely not a dive, definitely not yellow. And, and this is exactly what Mourinho talked about post-match to us uh, in the tunnel, the three or four of us from the, from the Mondays, he said that um, when Diego Costa comes into the room, his reputation comes first. Mm. And he said that um, Costa may have like done... like Ross Barkley. Well, he, uh, <laughs> Diego Costa may have done some things in Spain in the past, he said, but he's learned. He spent loads of times being trained about how to do things in English football, what referees will take, what they won't. And he said of the seven yellow cards he's had this season, two of them are fair game, the other five are not, and this one is definitely not. Yeah, I think he's right. I mean, yeah, he's being he's being earmarked for for treatment now. You can't appeal them. That's the trouble. It's, it's, you, you, were gonna, you were going to say something about Costa, and I kind of got you off the centre. No, I'm just talking about his his, his reputation. Mm. It's uh, mm. that uh, you his wonder reputation whether reputation precedes him completely. Yeah. Mm. That's the point mm. I was going to make. You just think, and also it's easy. I think players then consequently attempt to wind him up. Yeah. But that wasn't a wind-up situation, I think. It no, was, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't. But unlike the, um, the Newcastle uh, the, the, game, the um, game. And the Sunderland yeah. game where... Uh, they, um, they were out for him. Yeah, they, weren't they? definitely. All right, now finally, the biggie is Cahill. Now, if, if Gary Cahill was guilty of anything on Saturday, it was probably for the worst attempt at a dive in the history of football. I mean, I, I, you know, in my, in my head, there was the whole bank of the Matthew Harding lower who all held up cards with 0 out of 10 on it because it was rubbish. You know, he's only guilty of, a, of not doing it properly. But, I mean, again, I think like you were both saying a minute ago with, 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 uh, with Willian, I think Cahill saw two Hull defenders, you know, steaming in, expected contact, tried to get out of the Dived way, the and it ended up making it look like an awful yeah. dive. Yeah. But actually, weirdly, Foy got that one right. Yes? Was Did that, he? Uh, no. Was that no, his no, explanation? I don't think, right. it, was, I don't no, think no, it was a dive. You, you, now well, you're it, going to think it, you, you two think that was a dive in that one. It was an awful dive, yeah. I, I, I certainly think if he wasn't on a yellow card, that would have been a yellow card. Yeah. Uh, uh, to, I mean, to be. Was to there be, contact? No. No, yeah, no, I mean, no, there, 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 there was only kind of you know, contact because like, he jumped into but it. But I, I do go with that argument, though. I go with his argument. Mm. I think he saw the legs coming. That's what's the difference, exactly. Yeah, but the trouble is, is that when you're, once you've already been on a. On a yellow, when you're on a yellow card, it's a bit of a stupid thing to do. Isn't yeah. it? Oh, I agree, but I mean, so basically, as I said, I was really trying to say, but rather inarticulately, he basically tried to do the same as William did, yeah. but isn't as good as William at doing. <laughs> That's looked, really what we're saying. It looked like if you ever watched Crufts where they hold up the big hoop and they get the dog to go <laughs> jump through it. He, he looked like, like a St Bernard jumping <laughs> yeah. through, yes, didn't yeah, he? Bless him. I mean, to, to be honest, taking my sort of blue specs off for a minute, I actually think he was quite lucky with, the, with his first booking. 
I don't think it was a sending off, but the way he went into it's it, if his... I'm not saying it was, but if his leading foot had hit the player instead of his training leg, that was a red yeah, card all day. Yeah, because he missed him completely. It was in slow motion. It was a tackle where he missed the ball. Yeah. I don't think there was any intent. Missed times. I don't think it was It was a poor challenge, but I mean... And he thinks otherwise, because he thinks his leg was out. Well, hang on a sec, but... I think mistimed. I don't think that's malicious. I don't think it was malicious, but I'm saying he was lucky. Yeah, both I his, agree. Both his feet were on the floor. His standing leg was but like it that. In it could football. have easily because hit you him. Because you know what? Amazingly yeah, enough, amazingly enough, although in 2014 most of European football associations are trying to outlaw it, football is still a contact sport. Yeah, true. Amazingly enough. <laughs> Andy, uh, you, you've got some sense to tell us, no doubt. No, I I'm just agreeing with Charlie. Uh, uh, well, I had it wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it was lucky. He was, he was li literally as a nanosecond away of being a red card. It was mistimed and he could have been very, very dangerous. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair it enough. It was very similar to the Kieran Richardson challenge, wasn't it? And he got sent off for that in the, uh, the Villa game. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it, I, I don't think it was malicious. And, and I, but I agree, I think he was lucky. And I thought, weirdly, I think Foy refereed that one quite well. I mean, I think that was a sensible yeah. decision. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, qu very quickly, just a quick one on the, on the media response. I, I, I mean, that's the tenant of my article, really, Dan. I don't know if you managed to have a quick glimpse of it before we went on air, but I just thought it was just so overreactive and hysterical, actually. I mean, you know, John, John Richardson uh, from The Express on Sunday Supplement saying that, you know, that we should have retrospective 10-match uh, bans for players who are seen to be diving. I mean, get some perspective, people. Mm. You know, why, why focus on leg breakers? Yeah. That's what you should be stamping out of the game. Oh, 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 oh. No pun intended, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah, my point entirely. Overreaction or what? My, my, my point entirely. And, and of course, this is it's a, a typical yeah. reaction to these things. Um, a, if you, a little while ago, we had wrestling in a box was a big issue. Now, uh, I think your paper's gone to sleep on that one. Um, uh, now, of course, we've, we've decided that diving is the big thing. And it ha helps that it's Chelsea involved. You know, there haven't been any stories about Chelsea of late because mm. Chelsea have just been winning football matches. Yeah. I mean, so there's nothing to write about. City have been much more was, important in all the papers. You yeah. see all the headlines to do with City's injuries. and uh, yeah. How can they possibly carry on? The poor chaps, everybody's falling off by the wayside. That's been the, the major, uh, major, major aspect of the stories on, the, on, on all the uh, papers, as far as I can see, sports pages. Charlie? I mean, as, as Chelsea fans, the game wasn't all that exciting, so you can imagine what it must have been like for a neutral. Um, so, I mean, frankly, it was, it was the thing to write about. Uh, it was a fairly standard 2-0 win for Chelsea, um, an expected 2-0 win for Chelsea. It became the thing to write about. It became the story of the game. But so. the hysteria. I mean, for, OK, write about it. So, yeah, you know what? It was a bit of a weird old game. Controversial decisions by Foy. Chelsea a bit naughty diving. Terrible tackle by Huddleston. Not like... Shoot them all, hang them, put them in stocks, you know. <laughs> Kill all Chelsea. Kill them! I mean, what the hell is that about? It's hysteria. They've been eating kind of, you know, mouldy bread or something. <laughs> <laughs> One from the teenagers, that. You've been to the canteen then yeah. at Derry Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or uh, or um, Sunderland's press hospitality, maybe. Or um, Newcastle's, in fact. Sorry, Newcastle. Yes. Uh, North East is all the same to me. <laughs> um, I mean, it's ma massive overreaction. Uh, yeah, possibly. I mean, these things die down after a couple of days. I mean, it's never not been a problem. And actually, I think diving in general has got has got a bit better over the last kind of eighteen mm. months. Um, and as we said, I, you know, two of those purported dives, you know, happened ten times a game. It was it was only Cahill because it was such a rubbish dive that yeah, kind of um, kind of made made the made it in the spotlight. That said, I mean, that game was won in eight minutes. Um, it didn't well, change yeah. it didn't change the course of the game at all. It didn't change did the scoreline. Shot on goal. No. no. So, not I mean, on target anyway. No, that's you know, so to to say that it's somehow changed 
anything with regards, you know, where the three points went is, is ludicrous. But, mm. yeah. Um, Dan, you wanted to say something. Yeah, just saying about this thing about contact or minimal contact, it doesn't matter. If minimal contact or full contact is still going to be a foul. And then to retrospectively ban somebody, it's impossible to prove it was deliberate dive. You know, Cahill was saying, yeah. trying to avoid the legs, William, you've probably got a little bit of contact, so there is a foul. The laws don't say minimal contact, they just say contact. So it's kind of like, it's a very grey area, I think. I agree. I mean, the other thing is, you know, clamp down on it. There are bigger and worse things to clamp down yeah. on that. I mean, mm. like rugby tackling in the box. Huddleston's. The, the snidey yeah. shirt tugging. Yeah, that all seems to have been forgotten. You know, but the it? fact of the matter is, as I said, it's, it's so, so, so subjective. And, and I think you have to leave it to the referees to decide and, that, and just accept that sometimes they're going to get it right and sometimes they're going to get it wrong. But for me, it's the referee's responsibility. And I think the other thing is, Particularly, and I think, as I said in the article that I wrote, I think this is a particularly English attitude, you know, the, 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 the fake kind of opprobrium about cheating and stuff, like we never do it. It's absolute rubbish, you know. Wake up, it's 2014, it's a professional game. If you've got your, nearly said something rude, your future on the line uh, as players, managers, teams, you're going to do everything you can to win. And frankly, I think you allow the referees to referee the game and not the journalists, is my point. No... no not naughty's intended to you two, because I like you two. Um, well, even when it's Chris Foy. <laughs> well, I was going to say, that's a good, good link. I mean, what did you think? of? I mean, there was a very funny bit. I'm not going to ruin it, but um, one of the celery nominations this week features me and Chris Foy. I will say no you more. You and Chris Foy. No more than that. <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> knows the one. You have to wait and see. But what do you think of his performance? Uh, he had a shocker, really. Yeah, he and he had, a sh he had a shocker for both sides. Um, he, 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 At least he was kind of equal for once. Yeah, yeah, and, and both sides w w w had real legitimate complaints about him. The problem is he, his whole match plan was wrong. He came out from the beginning, he started doing what he always does. He showed early yellow cards. for silly carried away. Yeah. And we end up with a game that wasn't niggly, apart from one or two instances we've discussed. And there were mm. seven red, yellow cards and one red card. Yeah. And, mm. it's just, and that is the way he yeah. does games. Mm. He's, I, I, he's my most unfavourite referee out of a, a big uh, vat of unfavourite referees. I've got Chris Foy's story, if you want. I don't know when you well, want no, to no, do no, it. Go on, go on. No, well, well, so say, save it for, uh, okay. for the fannies, because we're, we're running Fun. a bit short, and I've got a couple of other things we want to try I and squeeze in. I don't understand how he gets selected, though, if his uh, displays are always so... We, well, do you want to do, do you want to do it? No, we haven't got time. <laughs> Fun enough, I, I, I did referee for a period yeah. and was threatened with being knifed on, on oh, I would say, 50% of the occasions. So. Probably quite, probably <laughs> quite justifiably so. Oh, justifiably Ooh. so. Okay. Far too posh. You know. Shush. Uh, uh, Fabregas. I just want to get this out before we, we have to go to a break. I, we missed him yesterday, I think. Oh, sorry, yesterday, Saturday. Uh, we missed that creative spark. I mean, he is the creative fulcrum of the side, and I think, you know, we missed him. Absolutely. Um, but what I will say, I mean, I don't know how fit Ramirez was, but I, I found it a bit disheartening to see Mikel and Matic playing. And yeah, saying that as a Mikel fan at home to Hull, didn't really seem needed to me. I would, would like to see sort of Ramirez give a bit more energy in there. Um, I think he yeah, I mean, all right in the Wednesday game, though, Mikel, hadn't he? So that's yeah, why he tried to play I mean, in the same I, position, I, mean so. I, I thought Mikel played well at Newcastle, but he, he, di he, didn't, play, he didn't play too well on Saturday. Um, I mean, if anything, it's just credit to Fabregas, isn't it? I mean, he's become so crucial to the way we move the ball around. And that said, I don't even think Fabregas has been on top form for the last month or so. You know what? I, I would agree with you there, Charlie. I, I think it is a bit disappointing mm. to see Mikel and Matic playing in the defensive midfield roles. That's, that's not really mm. what we need. You know, one yeah. of them, fine. I mean, I, I've been saying it for eons, and, and nobody, ever, nobody ever listens to me because I don't know mm. nothing about football. But I've been saying for years, why didn't, you know, you could have put Oscar in that role, you know, rather than playing where he did play, yeah. him, which is, you know, where he normally plays him, if you like. Yeah. Play, play him there. 
You know, and as you say, you could have played Ramirez uh, up well, there. Well, Mourinho doesn't like the idea of playing in there. Of course, he has played there for other managers at Chelsea mm. before. Doesn't like the idea of Oscar playing in a... In a because he says, you know, this boy, he's too good for that. Well, he can ping a 40-yard mm. pass instead of a four-yard pass. I know, but, uh, mm. but, but that's Mourinho's line. How am I to disagree with Mourinho? <laughs> I'm going to. I think, I think he could do that role, not all the time, but occasionally. Mm. You know, he, he's got the, the, the array of passing. He can get up and down the pitch. You know, I mean, Lampard with legs would have been perfectly suitable for that role. Yeah. Should we talk about Frank L now? Lampard. No, he's banned from this show. <laughs> the ex-Frank Lampard. I mean, <laughs> Lampard with the legs he has now would have been, would have been fine. He's got nice role. legs, to be fair, though, isn't he? You know. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. So, did, a, did, I'm, I'm going to come out with the Sophie. I'm having mm, to do I, both roles tonight. I don't actually know, know how much work he does for City. All I know is he just gets um, unbelievably he, far forward. He does, yeah. In a way, right. that, in the yeah. way we didn't play him last year. Yeah, true. Okay, very quickly because uh, we've got to go to a break, but I just want to uh, do my usual weekly. I'm going to do this now until you've all signed up, okay? All 55,000 of you viewers and listeners to the Chelsea Fancast. <coughs> uh, anyway, so uh, yes, Chelsea Supporters Trust, you have got to go away now and join up the Trust and get your voice heard by the club. Uh, it's £5 to become a voting member or it's free for non-voting members. Sign up at chelseasupporterstrust.com. <laughs> And you can go to meetings, we've got events, we've got a Christmas party coming up this Thursday, still a few tickets left, go and do it, you know it makes sense. Uh, and after the break, we will be talking more about the whole game. Oh, yes. For the latest opinions and news, check out the Football Fancast forum and blogs. Read what your fellow fans have to say and join in the banter. Lovely people, I am Stanford Chidge, this is the Chelsea Football Fancast, and this is Jonathan Kidd. Hello. The lovely Charlie Skillen. Hello. And the fantastically super bright and very entertaining Bow Dan. Down. Other bloke. Bow down to Hello, me. it's you. I love you, Dan. You know I do. And we've got benches over there. Give us away, benches. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. hello. Lovely to see you too. Now, before we get on with more uh, chat about the Hull and the uh, Chelsea match, uh, there's a few great uh, bits of uh, stuff here on the Mixler thing. Because if you, if you want, you can listen to this show live on a little radio stream, and it now works because I, I use my iPhone to do it. Don't ask. It's complicated. But... Uh, uh, my, uh, well, there we go. Proof of proof we needed. Jack around a chick says, laugh out loud is Chidger where we can hear everything. Well, yes, I know. So you get also, if you're a mixler, you get to hear what we say in the break, which can be quite, it's like the, the bits that you, it's like the, on, on a DVD of the show, which I will be releasing after the season. These are the bits you would hear on the extras of the DVD. You can hear them now. So there we go. Uh, anyway, somebody who's got built up and broke down. Bit of a weird uh, handle, but I don't mind. It's a very good uh, post he's made on Mixley. He says, I hate saying this. But Cahill hasn't done much right since his probable concussion. Rest him a week or two. He's doing no good out there, or at least no better than Ivan or Zubagut. I tell you what, you know, to be fair, since he's had his bang on the head, he's, he's not been, he hasn't played too well. I, I, I'm kind of with him a little bit on that, Dan. Do you think we need to give him another bang to get him back to right? Yeah, <laughs> bang, it, bang it back into place. Because I'm a huge Gary Cahill fan. I love the man. Absolutely love him, but... He's had a couple of, you know, I dodgy thought, games, hasn't he? He and Branagh were slightly found out in the Palace game away. Really? Back a few weeks, but... When, oh, hang uh, on, hang on. I've got breaking news. Breaking oh. news from the gallery. Charlie, who is in the know. Ch Chaz, Chaz CFC, for those of you who want to follow him on Twitter. Yeah. He says that he's being rested tomorrow. Ah, right. Charlie knows. Well, yeah, but that would have happened anyway, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, there we go. Um, there's probably another one or two good ones. 
Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, Clive Lewis, who, who's a lovely bloke, uh, listens every week. He says, I'm surprised Foy couldn't find an excuse to send off Costa. He was clearly looking for one, wasn't he, I think? <laughs> Maybe, but there you go. Uh, I'll try and dig out a few more of those later. Uh, I forgot in the break, but this time I will. Oh, uh, on that point, can on, I, on can which I point? now... Which point? On, which on, the, point? on the Foy ten, potentially sending off Costa. Can I get in my Foy story? Yes! Thank yes, you. Yes, do it! Good Afterwards in the tunnel. Um, we were talking to Mourinho. There were three or four of us there from the Mondays. And uh, Mourinho... We were asking him, you know, what is this with these cars that Costa keeps on getting? And Costa goes, I don't know. Why don't you ask him? And Foy is coming towards us. And Mourinho shouts, Mr. Foy, Mr. Foy, these people want to know why you keep on booking Diego Costa. Diego is in, the, is, in, is in my change room in tears because you showed him a yellow card. Tell these people why. And Foy says, I can't say anything, I can't say anything. He goes, tell us, tell us. So Foy rustles around in his pocket, brings out a piece of paper for the crying Diego Costa. Tissue... <gasps> Handkerchief. So Foy's got a sense of humour. So yeah, fair enough. Mate, anybody who referees like he has has got to have a sense of humour. Is all I would say. Is he a policeman? Uh, I think he is, like a lot of referees are, which explains a lot. He's from St Helens. I don't know if that tells us anything. Yeah, from the north uh, west. Rugby player. No, and the north west. St Helens is basically Liverpool. Rugby player. Yeah. Like Runcorn is basically Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I was going to talk about, um, we were kind of talking about um, Fabregas uh, missing and that being a bit of a shame. You know, what has been missing for the last few games, of course, is, is Costa's goals. But, it was, I mean, if nothing else on Saturday, uh, you know, apart from the fact we got three points, uh, I think that the positive to take out of it was, was Costa getting back on the score sheet, Charlie. Absolutely, yeah. Decent yeah. goal too, actually, wasn't it? It was a decent goal. You know, I said last week he's not, he's not been the at his best since his, his was quite a nasty injury. Mm. Um, we were talking about this in the pub, weren't we? I, I think. Probably. Yeah. It was, it was oh, the pub that telly. face tells a thousand stories. Because you, 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 you gave it away, I didn't, you know, because I'm a mm. pro and you're obviously an amateur, but I can't remember anything that I talked about in the pub. And when I asked <laughs> you that, that, your face said exactly that. So I feel your pain, mate. Right, okay. Good. Mm. <laughs> I never remember the, anything the I said. So, so, solidarity. Bird. What? The, the ornithological gag. What? No? Okay. Oh. No, Charlie came, day, I remember that, because Charlie, what Charlie said in the pub last week after the mm. show was very, very funny. But we can't we repeat it on the show. Yeah. No, I keep no. giving hints, that's why I just said it. Was about, <laughs> I know. You know. It was great. No, I, I, yeah. I, I, I think you're yeah. right. I, th- I think it was, you know, for, for, for Chelsea fans anyway, it was, it was the real positive Wasn't to it? take. Um, you know, touch, touch wood, he'll, he'll, be, um, he'll be back to his sort of... Mm. Is it hamstring his, and, and calf injuries that he's uh, got? It's, it's groin, isn't it? It's it's groin. He's got a groin injury. Groin. What was that injury? That was it. Drogba had this gripper's groin or something. There's a there's a there's an in, a groin injury. Strippers. Is it gripper? No, gri- there's an injury to your groin, but it's called some some something's groin. And I remember I remember this. We're talking about another Chelsea player who had this. Anybody who knows the answer to this, send it in on Mixler, and I will. Uh, you can have a Chelsea fancast T-shirt, no matter what size you are, because they're all large. I was sure you were accusing mm. a jogger of having a stripper's jo- no. groin there. I've got mm. strips. No, that'd be something else, wouldn't it? But uh, anyway, it gripper's groin. Gripper's groin. It's yeah. something. It's something like weird, like that. It begins with G. Somebody go and Google it. Honestly, I'm not making this up. This is not me uh, on acid or something. This is for real. Gruesome groin. No, it's not gruesome. Uh, right, I'm going to talk a bit more about football. What, I, what I'm talking of Costa being back in the goals. It was interesting to see Patacek playing his first game, uh, first Premier League game of the season. Still kicks as badly as yeah. Well, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. it's really interesting, it was a bit of a see, shame, wasn't it? really interesting to see Czech play. Uh, now we've had a very large dose of Thibaut Courtois. Uh, and 
Where are they in the comparison stakes, Dan? Oh, you can't criticise Czech for anything. Not, really not, not criticising him. I'm just saying he where have, do they stand. He didn't have anything stakes? to do, did he? I mean, yeah. it, you can criticise those kicks. They've never been a great part of his game because that's about the only thing he really did in the game, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you look you at can't even two, say he was rusty because he, he, no, no, he no, did no. nothing really happened. So. But, but I, I think you've, you've got obviously a younger man there who, who maybe commands his area a bit better than Czech does. Um, he certainly seems to be a bit more gung-ho going up. You know, Czech did make a bit of a hash yeah. of that punch out, didn't he? Got it, Chidge. Not, not. Gilmore's. Thank you. Gilmore's groin. Dan, Dan Silver, <laughs> just to prove that Chidge has not lost the plot permanently, Gilmore's groin. Thank you. Dan, what is Gilmore's uh, groin? You've, you've got it up on your phone? It is... Is that to do with Gary Gilmore? The, uh, I've got loaded. Probably, probably shouldn't go there. Looking yeah. through Gary Gilmore's groin. It's just loading. Give me a sec. OK, all right, we'll, we'll carry on. We'll, we'll wait. We'll, the show will wait for you, Dan. Don't worry. <laughs> Dan, you were saying. Uh, I, I just think uh, Courtois, because he's 10 years younger, is a little bit more mobile. Mm. Well, aren't we all when we're 10 years younger? Exactly. Mate? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying to be, you know, horrible to check because I love him. I, 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 really, my point is, isn't it wonderful that when Courtois out for a couple of weeks or whatever, you bring better check in, yeah. you know, which is fantastic. I mean, it does beg questions, though, and I, I am glad to see him getting a few games. But I mean, really, in all honesty, how long do we think he will stay? Uh, I think till the summer. I don't think mm. there's. I you don't think, think he might jog on then? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I think I'm not sure there's going to be a multitude of options for him in January. Um, Contract is he under? How, is he, how long has he got to go? Do you know? He's got another yeah. couple of years, I think. Yeah. So they still make they'd get some money out of selling. Oh, yeah. That's about seven yeah. million they want for him, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he, I'd still think he'd get in sort of about 16 of the Premier League sides without a Hell yeah. shadow of a doubt. Well, there's that, that, that um, idiot, idiot deluded Danny Murphy, who actually generally I quite like, but mm. on TalkSport this morning he was fancifully saying, oh, you know, well, you know, obviously, uh, uh, I can't, I'm not going to do a Danny Murphy accent. Anyway, he basically, <laughs> no, it was, I wasn't going to get close, so I kind of bailed out before I got good character, though, whoever it was. Um, anyway, uh, he was suggesting that Liverpool will just snap check up on loan in January. I mean, what planet, does, oh, I know what planet he lives on. He lives on deluded Liverpool planet, of course, duh. But, I mean, you know, that's not going to happen, is it? Well, I, I, you still I, need I, it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think Mourinho obviously quite likes the situation, as you say, where you yeah. can just bring check in. Mourinho is greedy, of course. Yeah, you know, yeah. If I was Mourinho, I'd do the same, I, I think. I, th I think, you know, I mean, keeper's a special, uh, specialist position, obviously. Um, check still got another seven, eight years. Oh, he could have, couldn't yeah, he? Um, I, I, I disagree with that. I well, don't think he's got so? that long. I, I, from what I understand, the injuries he's got... and, really? and it, cause What he's, kind of injuries? I mean, the, the big the one on the head, no. obviously, yeah. um, and, and his face being half-kicked off by um, Tal Ben Haim. But mm. the real I issue he's got is he's got a bit of arthritis in his elbow. Has he? Um, and, and that is really debilitating. That's, that's, the, reason, that's the reason he stopped playing midweek games for um, the Czech Republic. He doesn't play friendlies for them anymore. Mm. And I, I'd be surprised if he went on that long. That's a real really? shame. No, that's yeah. a shame. How, does it, how can he play the drums then if he's got an arthritic elbow? I've no idea. Good question. I think the issue he has is a bone yes, spur. I know how you play the drums, Jonathan. <laughs> it's a bone spur on the edge, so the difficulty he has is straightening the yeah. arm rather than bending it. I had no idea he was suffering from that. Fine, that's that's fine, tragic. Actually, fine for a symbol, not fine for a cross. Yeah, you'd be very heavy on the tom you mm. could be, in fact, with just a little bit mm. of flick. It's very tragic because yeah. I love Palacek and uh, it doesn't sound like he's got much long left in his career. Which is I know, they said that about JT, didn't they? Look what's happening. Yeah, he's they bionic, Jonathan. He's mm. bionic. Um, no, I mean, we were talking a bit, we were a bit, I think we were a bit, I mean, you know, I get the feeling we were a bit mizzy about that game on Saturday because, you know, it wasn't, I mean, I felt we sat back a bit after. But at the same well, time. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You know, we went 1-0 up 
And I, I mean, I remember saying to you when I was there, you know, oh, it was going to be well, so, North the goals, early goal, that you goal know. so easy. They but it didn't happen like that. Anymore. They no, sat back, didn't they? Well, also and your mate David was good on that too. He said that not only did we sit back, we kind of let Hull onto us, and, and and actually they were pretty. They they had a go. To be fair, they didn't just. They did. There was a period the where we weren't attack. in the game at all. I thought they went up a notch after the goal. I actually thought mm. I, I I'm a bit confused as to why they're so low in the in the table because I thought they, they got were, some decent I thought, players. Yeah, I thought mm. they played pretty well. Oh, by the way, you like Livermore. You thought Livermore. Well, you was know, great, yeah, I you? do. He was the guy. I said, blimey, he's a real unit. That yeah. Livermore. Yeah. Mm. I didn't realise it was Livermore when I when no, I was saying that obviously, but when I saw it on on yeah, even when I was much closer to the game than I normally am, but. Um, but he is a unit, Liverpool. Blimey, he's put on some muscles, hasn't he? Mm. Crikey! I think. I mean, if there was a reason for Mikel Matic to play, it was that you know if Holler got anywhere, it's central midfield yeah, with Huston and Liverpool. Um, yeah, mm. especially yeah, in a physical Liv- sense. Liverpool's been eating the same porridge as Matic, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he's been eating raw liver. <laughs> liver more. Just, liver more. I'm slightly worried that the approach of the team since the Sunderland game has been slightly more physical towards us. They, yeah. Whether that's mm. that's made uh, an impression mix on, the, it, on the, the Premier League psyche. Oh, we'll have a go. We'll at them, rough them up. But I yeah. don't think. I mean, you know, Fabregas, uh, Hazard, Hazard's got a lot of. Uh, I think he's got a very low centre of gravity, and he's quite mm. muscly and strong. I mean, I don't think there are any pussies in the Chelsea team. That's kind of what I'm saying. No, I think, I think you know, you there are plenty it, of them. Yeah, plenty of them who can yeah. mix it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think you know, it's a bit like the old Laurie Menemy gag, isn't it? You know, I want what was it seven odd carriers and, and and three violinists. <laughs> you know, but I think we've got that kind of balance. So if actually any of our smaller guys do get picked on, you know, you just send out Branner, Cahill, yeah. JT, or Costa to nobble them. You know, and I kind of get a sense, particularly with Mourinho as a manager, that's the kind of thing that that would happen. So, something slightly short of a 99 call, if you remember that. The British Lions in the 70s. How old do you think there. I am, Judge? Um, I'm just kind of hoping you're as old no, as I me. No, I think that's a story that I thought had permeated I should, every... I'll direct that to the older person on the, on the show. Jonathan, <laughs> 1971 <laughs> yes, Lions tour, you yes. know. Willie John McBride, 99, and they all piled in and smashed yeah, everybody. I think, yeah. I think we should have that in football, that'd be great. Um, wasn't a nice actually cream. talk, I've got a great segue there, because you know what the next thing I was going to ask was, are we boxing clever? And that's really what my point was. We sat back, we rested, the game was 1-0 one, one up. We've got a lot of fixtures to come over the Christmas yep. period. Is this, this is classic Jose Absolutely, boxing yeah. clever, isn't it? It's rest, resting in the game. You know, he's yeah. talked about this a lot in the past. And when you've got, is it nine or ten games in December? Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're not easy ones. They're no. some really tricky away from home games. You, know, you, you look to Stoke. That's going to be a right well, old derby tomorrow. Won't be easy. Of course, yeah. You know, they're, they're all games that could potentially be very. And we don't have demanding. Bamford playing for us. No, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it makes sense, doesn't it? And at the end of the day. Points are in the bag. Um, you know, a serious question though, Charlie. I mean, it sounds like weird to say this. How, have we actually just had a little mini dip in form? I mean, we, we, we reached those heights yeah. against West Brom, and everybody was saying, and I think quite rightly too, it's some of the best football I've yeah, ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then since then, we've had, you know, we drew against Sunderland, uh, we lost against Newcastle, obviously. It wasn't massively convincing on, on Saturday. Um, okay, we thump Spurs, but that hardly counts these days, does it? <laughs> I mean, you know, we're three points ahead of City, which is a bit concerning. But actually, I, I, there are signs there that we've had a, a mini dip in form, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, we have. There's no two ways about it. Thankfully, that mini dip in form has only resulted in one draw and one loss. Yeah. Um, I and think, it, and it didn't happen in November. More importantly, exactly. And I, I think, I think Mourinho will be perfectly happy to get to 2015 just grinding out wins. Yeah. Um, after, after that, you know, there's a bit more breathing room. Um, obviously, depending on what happens with the semi-finals of the uh, Capital One Cup, if we get there, um, you know, like Dan says, we've got Stoke, we've got West Ham, who are absolutely flying. I'm really pleased that game's not at Upton Park. 
Southampton. Um, Southampton's yes. going to be tough as well. Well, they're on a bit of a sticky run now, yeah, aren't I, they? But, you know, I'm resting games, like Dan said, is absolutely key. Uh, I mean, the West Brom game that we just talked about, they massively rested in that game. They could have had that 6-7-0, the way they were playing. Um, I'm p- perfectly happy to see them grind out wins until, until mm. the new year. Well, so am I. I mean, uh, you know, I, 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 it, City's resurgence does worry me a bit. You know, because mm. and actually United's too. I mean, people laughed at me two months ago when I said United will be there or thereabouts this season. Never In fact, a United, United fan laughed mm. at me when I said that. And I said, oh no, 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 no! You don't spend 150 million quid on some fairly decent players with a manager like Van Gaal to come seventh, seventh or sixth. It's just mm. not. You know, they'll be there or thereabouts. But City, City are not resurgent. City have been there all along. People forget this. Cahill was saying this post-match after Sporting when I spoke to him on last Wednesday. He said. 24 games or whatever it was unbeaten that Chelsea were. Yeah, but City now three points behind. Yeah. Yeah, you put mm. all that work in. And this you're is still the only three points This ahead. is the Premier League. Yeah, you, you've got to beat the best teams and you know, mm. you, it's going to be very hard to win. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. OK, um, now a little bit of self-indulgence on my part and hopefully from Jonathan too. But I mean, I, I was very, I mean, we take the mick out of Jonathan every week on the show, which, bless him, he, he, he embraces rather than It tears me apart, no, actually. I know you do. Uh, and the thing we take the mick out of him most is the fact that he sits in, sits in the posh seats in the East Middle uh, stand. No and, singing, uh, he has no a standing. Anyway, Jonathan kind of you know, called my bluff, as it were, on Saturday and actually invited me uh, as his personal guest to the East Middle on Saturday. And there's a picture of it somewhere. Have we got the picture of the East Middle? I can show you where we were. Oh, can you show it again? Because I missed it. There we go. They see that building bridges sign there, if you're watching on TV. Uh, if you look at it closely, um, there's a bloke with a flat cap on there sitting next to a bloke with a beanie hat. That's me and Jonathan. We're in the front row. That's where he sits. Just above the, the I think it's the, bil- it's the B of Bridges, I think. It's around there. Probably see you there as well. Yeah, so there we go. So it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, we were told you were above you. But are, was... you t- are you tucked underneath? The, yeah, uh, yeah. In the, in the lower tier? Yes. But I have to say, it was great fun. It was great fun sitting next to Jonathan, and we had a lovely, <laughs> a lovely. Oh, there we go! And th- I love the photo bomb. Oh, yeah, Can you see the photo yeah, the bomb there, yeah. But yeah. we had a lovely time. It was really lovely to sit next to, to Jonathan at the game, and, and as I said, we had a lovely roast beef in Yorkshire pud, or I did before the game. You know, I was a bit late because I'm always late. I had a bit of salad. You had a bit of salad. Yeah. I know. I was very late. For you. I'm very sorry about that. Um, the other thing I would say, and you're, where you where you sit, we're in this great position. I had no idea you were that close to the game. You're really, really close. It's a bit, it's, we're not much farther away from where you are, and you can see what Mourinho's up to, and, and Steve Holland's, and all yeah, of that. Yeah, you know who's coming on. It was like, and, and I could see the game. I mean, you know, normally I'm right stuck at the back of the. But the also, other thing you can hear, yes, much more. Bang because on! Because I'll come up and say there was a chant. You'll go, oh, we didn't hear that one, and you'll. I can hear both of them, hear both sides well, I know, of the I know, and I mean, you know, I've been arguing the toss with you on this for, for, for ever since we've been on the show together, and, and actually I now got it, I actually could hear all of the ground. Well, that's because in the East Stand nobody makes any noise. Well, yeah. Yeah. Help, help, yes, exactly, helped by the perfect listening conditions which you have in the East <laughs> yes. But, you know, where I am, right up at the top of Gate 17, you just about hear a bit of the MHL and that's it. And when, when you're there, you, it's great, I really enjoyed it. I loved well, all of that. If, if you shout... I'll say, you know, come on! People look at you, everybody look, turns around and looks. If you listen very carefully in the East Stand, you hear the clack, clack, clack of my keyboard. Oh, mm-hmm. They're very from quiet. Now I will. <laughs> but do you know what was really nice? It was really nice to hear... I, lo- I met your lovely mate, uh, David, wasn't it? Yeah, David Wilkinson. And he was yeah, moaning yeah. at half-time about the people who sit near him who basically sit there moaning about the game all game and, and, and clearly haven't... And it was really lovely to hear somebody who Not sits... Not having a clue, yeah, absolutely. It was lovely to hear somebody who sits and pays a lot of money to sit there 
moaning about somebody moaning about the game because they don't know anything about it. And I, I, mm. you know, if he'd have sat there and thought, well, obviously he's right, I would have been worried. But he, uh, fair play to David. There's a bloke who's obsessed about the ball going backwards, yeah, which yeah. is he in must situations where uh, we wouldn't hate him absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we saw John Hollins in there. That was great. I mean, I really, really loved that. I, what was it like sitting next to me though at a football match? Yes, it was a bit worrying because people were complaining about you. Well, they, what, what yeah, were they complaining about? Chap next to me said, "Don't bring him again." Okay, on that bombshell, on that bombshell. <laughs> it's not true, Chidge. No, no, I'm sorry. I'd be, oh, Chidge, no, no I've, I've come got, again I've whenever. I've got a plug for some real people who, who are real Proper supporters, supporters okay. Yeah, none yeah, of your yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh, okay, CFC UK, it's fantastic. We all know that. Now, the new issue of CFC UK is now out and available at home games from the... Uh, we've got Johnny Neal up there, brilliant. Uh, uh, at, so, basically, yes, get it at the CFC UK store on a Saturday. Uh, and of course, it'll, uh, Dave will have a load of them at uh, the Derby match tomorrow, no doubt. So go to the Fulham Broadway tube. It's opposite there. That's where the stall is. Uh, and it's wonderful. Now, if you can't get it there, uh, you can get it anywhere. No, no that's a different song. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you can't get it there, you can actually get it digitally by going to uh, cfcuk.net. Or I believe if you reside in Canada or the United States, otherwise known as North America, you can get it at Colonial Distribution. Dot com. So there we go. So you can actually get the real version by doing that. Brilliant stuff. Now, after the break, we're going to be having a look back at the Sporting Lisbon match last Wednesday. See you in a sec. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Oh, yes! Footballfancast.com Good evening, this is the Chelsea Football Fancast. I am Stanford Chidge and I've got a very lovely t-shirt. You see my t-shirt? What do you think that says? It says London Calling with a little Chelsea badge there and I got that from Mark Worrell at the CFC UK stall on Saturday. Ari Apps, only a tenner. Do you like my T-shirt? I think it's great. It's great, isn't it? Like my T-shirt? Very much so. Like so. Have you got a, low, a low cut one that you could give to Sophie Rose? No, but I could make one. Or just by going... <laughs> get the scissors. No, 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 I didn't no. mean like that. All oh, no. right, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, we should... Actually, no, I was going to read a few more. I can do, my, do Sophie's job, so hang on. There we go. Oh, Sophia sized myself. Uh, there's a very funny one on here. The, the, you, you're all having a chat with each other on Mixler, as you inevitably do, and I love you for that. But there is, and I'm really delighted, particularly delighted to see both Daniel Classen, who's a great mate, and I haven't heard from him for ages, and even more so, the wonderful Clifford Poe Crivello, known to us on the Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Fancast as the Blue Yank. He has the loudest voice from anywhere. I mean, the man, he's like Foghorn Leghorn. And he's, he's from Oklahoma. He is. Uh, from Tulsa. Oh. It is, 24 hours away. Uh, anyway, he says, Clifford says, uh, hit him on the head with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. I don't know who you're talking about, Cliff, but I, I, I like those sentiments. Gary Cahill. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's right, maybe that's what it was about. Gary Cahill. Hit him on the head, yeah. hit him on the head, hit yeah, him on the head with a baseball, baseball bat. bat. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. One of my favourite songs, a song much beloved of Mr CFC Away. Yes. I do believe. Anyway. Time for more football on a football show, I hear you say. How stupid is that? But no, it's true. We're going to talk about the Sporting Lisbon game, uh, which happened last Wednesday, which was, of course, a bit of a non-event because, you know, it wasn't important. We were already top of the group. Uh, but thankfully, my lovely mate Dan, who is on the benches, uh, got me a ticket. So I had the chance to sit with Dan all day 
uh, or match rather, and therefore didn't actually bother watching it because Dan was far more interesting than the Sporting Lisbon Chelsea match. I have to be really honest here. But anyway, nevertheless, we have got some ratings for you. Uh, there we go. They were waiting for me to shut up. They had them there all the time. Okay, so what we got is Pedacek. He got seven. Uh, Aspili Coeta, he got seven. Cahill got six. Zuma got seven. Louise got seven. Matic got eight. Mikel got seven. Sharla, I can't really. Can you roll your R's? Yeah, um, yeah. Can you roll your R's? Yes, that's what I thought you'd said. Um, Sherla. Actually, I'm just going to share with you. Sherla, yes. This is really awful, but I'm going to share this with you because it's a little peel to you. You've got a bit of a Terry Thomas look going on tonight. Have I? Yeah. With the moustache coming through. <laughs> no, no, a little gap in the teeth. Yeah, like, absolutely Absolutely Anyway, I, I, I've discovered today <laughs> that there's a rather large hole in my underpants. And it looks like I've blown through with a rather expensive <laughs> fart and haven't realised. There's no other explanation for it. I'm glad we're talking about yeah, football. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just couldn't I, resist. I, I thought you were going to say it happened since you sat next to me. I may well have done. I may well have, you know. Cheech. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boy's life. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So there was probably a football It's reference. probably when I stood up it's when and shouted. stood up and shouted. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Went, you know, yeah. Uh, are we going to talk about the game or are you going to yeah. follow through with that? Well, yeah. Oh! oh. oh. That was very good. That was very, very good. Right, Scherler, eight. Fabregas, eight. Salah, six. Costa, six. The substitutes, six. Ramirez, uh, sorry, the substitutes. Remy, six. Ramirez, six. Poor old Loftus-Cheek didn't get on long enough to get a mark because we have a cut-off at 80 minutes, so mm. I'm sorry about that. So what do you reckon about those ratings? You can start on this one, Charlie. Lovely. Um, yeah, I, th I think they're fair enough. I was... I was oh, no, shock horror. I was... Um... These are definitely my ratings, not Ross's <laughs> ratings, by the way. I was... I was pleased to see Sherwood play so well. I completely yeah, agree with giving him totally. an eight. I think probably for the first time since he's come on and scored against Man City, I think he's been been quite poor. I mean, he, he, 
borrowed cans, he's been ill, but I also, also think... He got a virus. They wouldn't tell anybody yeah. what he had. Any idea yeah. damn what that was? They were all secretive about it. You know what? You're not going to speculate. Well, I was, yeah, it's a bit, I feel a bit uncomfortable yeah. speculating about it. And, and I, I mean, even if you do know, because you're close to the action there, I don't kind of want to. I, I just think it's something. Why, why would you? It's just not been well, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I like think, him a lot, I think the, the worry is in a situation like that is if, if you if the player says what it's been, then all of a sudden people put it into headlines, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. right, it's right, just right, not right, been right, well. Right, it's nothing. Right. No, no big, no big story. He hasn't got a bowler. Though. I, I think it's unlikely. Good, I'd say. Good. Right. <laughs> I think he's got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> a rub boner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rescued you there, John. Yeah, you did. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. also, I love Sherlock. So I, 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 it's really upset me that he's not been in good form. Mm. I was very sorry to hear that he's clearly not been well, which is a cause of it. Mm. Um, it's a relief, and, and, actually. Otherwise, yeah. he'd become rubbish. Suddenly. Well, oh, shut up. <laughs> I, I, I'm also, you know, all the talk about him maybe going. I don't want him to go. I think he's superb. He's the only World Cup winner we've got in the side at the moment, and that's good yeah, enough. He, for he's, me. he's been very clear. He's not going anywhere in January, yeah, which is right, great yeah. news. Anybody else impressed you, Dan, on the night? Um, I'd say I remember very little about the game, not for the, the reasons that you remember. I was quite sober it. too. Well, was I, was I quite yeah, sober? We were both very sober. I wasn't, no. It was just, I mean, it was nice to see a few goals, but it was a bit of a non-event, wasn't it? I mean, it didn't it count really, for much. Um, on Loftus-Cheek, who doesn't get a rating, I thought he looked very good when he came well, yeah. on. I, I was going to say... much better than Solanke did when he played yeah. in, in, yeah. as, as the, the youth that I, Mourinho I, gave I, I described him in my piece as being the, the Lewish and Michael Ballack. Because he sort of, <laughs> yeah. the way he strolled up the pitch and yeah, he just yeah. sort of knocked people out of the way and passed the ball yeah. about. Pop, pop that big... first touch. Yeah. His very first touch. Yeah. It, was, it was a bit rubbish. comical, wasn't it? I mean, I was going to say, really, I mean, at the end of the day, that game was all about Loftus-Cheek yeah. because he was, I mean, I mean well, who else was on the bench? Uh, can you remind there me? There wasn't really much on the bench. He only put, yeah. uh, was Michael Beanie on the bench? Mitchell, Mitchell Beanie, Beanie, yeah. Beanie. But only because only Schwartz is not in the Champions League squad. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically he only went with Loftus-Cheek. Mm. So really it was all about him. And How did Loftus-Cheek get into the Champions League squad? That's what I was intrigued because about. Because he's a homegrown. He doesn't need oh, to be included. Oh, that doesn't need to be included. Because he's under You're allowed to have homegrown in Europe. Good point, good point. Particularly in Amsterdam, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That's a drugs no, no, not at all. No, 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 we're not allowed to have drug references on okay, the show. <laughs> Only you were the one that said that. You in your in your said 1970s denim shirt. Yeah, with with my Rizzler. And your in the 1970s top bit. faded look. I know, in my, my, my and terry, your 1970s 1950s, faded hair. 1950s Terry Thomas look, apparently. Well, you've got um, them for the 50s to 70s. Uh, can I say, um, I actually remember the game for uh, uh, Salah being as bad as he seems to be all the time at the moment, yeah. and Costa being very under-energised. Can we talk about that in a minute? Because that's, yeah. that's next on the uh, list. Next, okay. Yes. Just mm -hmm. For those of us who've read the script... Yeah, uh, I know you pointed it out to me, but... I'm I did, didn't I? I, I don't got, know I why eager. I bothered. I was eager to I don't discuss know why I bothered. I was quite disappointed Lost Cheek didn't come on. Yeah, well, that's Much about early. ten minutes earlier. I agree yeah. completely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, he could have come on for well, a whole... If he's got faith in Has he got faith in them? That's the thing. Possibly a whole half wasn't necessary, but certainly 10, 15 minutes earlier than it was. Um... Without a doubt. I think leaving it to eight minutes was almost pointless. I mean, yeah. you, you need half an hour, really, to get yourself into a game. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you can... I mean, he made such a big thing of it in the presser. Yeah. I was a bit disappointed that he didn't. Um, I, I, I think some of that had to do with, with the whole sort of Man City thing, which, which was a few days previously. And then and Mourinho sort of put his... His kind of kid up because you know Man City unleashed just sort of oh, yeah, incredible yeah, yeah. two hundred million pounds. He, he, he did diss it, didn't he? Bunker, yeah, yeah, which is fair play. Mm. He's not the only one to have dissed it either. Actually, a few others no. have come out publicly and said, "Well, it's all very yeah. full while spending the money on this, but yeah. are you actually going to use it?" Yeah. You know? But I mean, I, I, I agree. I think it, 
I think it kind of lessened his, his point a bit, giving him only only eight minutes. Do, do we do we think the Loftus Cheek is going to do anything at Chelsea? Well, I, I read your article, and it was because you see, unlike you, you, I mean, I read yours, you see, religiously, <laughs> and they were all brilliant. Um, actually, do you know what winds me up most is that usually you kind of pit me to the post by about a day in terms of something to write. Well, I can't write about that now. Dan's done it. Brilliant, you know. It's because I've bugged your house, Jeff. But they are lovely. <laughs> you, you haven't bugged my mind. It's, oh, get it's the whole oh, in his underpants. No. He's in it? my head. It's the whole it's like, in, this thing is Dan. It's, it's not the whole it's in your underpants. Chat. Yeah, it might be. I don't even want to go down there. No. I um, certainly don't. <laughs> we should move on. Look, I, your article was brilliant, and I think it, it absolutely nailed the fact that everybody was getting their knickers in a twist and getting well overexcited about the fact that uh, Loftus-Cheek is clearly better than Gaza, you know, which he's not. Um, but um, the, 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 the thing that bugs me about it, and I think there was also a theme of yours running through your article, which is, you know, will he or won't he? You know, will Jose blood the youth, or is he too risk-averse? I mentioned it in the, in the introduction to the show. The man will win at all costs. For Jose, it was more important to get back to winning ways, having lost to Newcastle, and get a win. That, to him, is more important to the team. Because, you know, Jose is the, hang on a minute, he's, he's the great team man. That was more important to him. The group. The group. The group. Yeah, more important to him than, than blooding any youngsters. And that worries me because I, I really, we have a hugely talented crop of youngsters at the moment, but we won't know how good they are until they play some meaningful game time. Perhaps they're not going to give them the opportunity. Perhaps the opportunity is to put them out on loan. Well, they're and just FFP they fodder, then, aren't they? And yeah. then, you know, foreign, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a strategy. But, I mean, it, well, what was really well, interesting... JT Dan, did it originally. Well, JT the last went one, to Forest. But that was a different era. And, and, you know, oh, I know, I'm just adding something. But what Dan, you know, what I think Dan's point, although Dan could probably say this far more eloquently than me, is that what is interesting is that... Um, there's a, there's a general mood of supporters that they love to see yeah. young players coming yeah. through, and yeah. I think that's what I'm talking about. And because you get the feeling that a player that you've seen develop is one of your own. Um, and we, we love going out to, to other places and buying fantastic players like, uh, like Costa and like Hazard, and it's brilliant. But we're always going to feel something a little bit closer to someone who we've seen from the very youngest age come with. Evolve like, and develop. Exactly, like John yeah. Terry. You know, yeah. We've been there through every, every tackle yeah. and every sort of injury yeah. with him. Mm. There's not a supporter in that ground that would, wouldn't be more patient with a youth team player being part of the squad than someone like Salah, who, yeah. you know, is, was was bought quite a lot of money. I'm sure we're going to get onto it, but you know, people aren't as patient with him because he was bought for quite a lot of money. People will be patient yeah, with with that's youngsters. Very true. And I'm, I'm, very I'm true. not talking about you know we play massively important games all the time, so we're not talking about them starting all these games. But in terms of three or four backups dotted around the squad, I think, I think. I, I, I think going forward is pretty inexcusable not to have. I mean, the, not the, to have a couple. The irony is, is that he's 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 now given debuts to five of of, of yeah. the young pool of talent mm. that we're talking about, which is arguably more than we've had since Carlo. I would have thought. But Carlo mm. was forced to. But what debuts? Yeah. Eight well, minutes, I mean, he, yeah, but he played he played um, Thomas Callas against Liverpool. Yeah. Well, he had to. Though. Okay, had his no hand choice. was forced. Yeah. He played uh, Christensen and Aki. Against Shrewsbury, mm -hmm. didn't he? He's yeah. played Solanke in a Champions League match, hasn't he? Played Baker at Derby last yeah, night. Baker at Derby. Baker so Derby. he's getting there. I mean, I think also in mitigation, we should add that there was a really important youth game, wasn't there, the same day? Yeah. So yeah. that would have deprived him of, a, of the opportunity to play a few more. And I think the, the other thing I heard this week was that awful news that Van Ginkel has uh, mm. got himself nastily injured. Again. 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 Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. You've got to feel real, for him, haven't you, really? Yeah. You do, because he's a, I, I mean, you know, I don't know. I've never seen enough of him to know, but I'm told mm. the guy's 
got huge potential, mm. you know. So, so unlucky with interest. We, we could, that quite could quite be it for him, possibly, I think. Mm. I mean, not in terms of his career, but if he's got another really bad injury, he's going to be yeah. out for a long time. How can you see, you can't see him getting into Chelsea, can you? Uh, possibly not. I mean, like you say, that's, that situation is getting to quite a worrying stage. I mean, ju just just for him, kind of personally. Faith there, might put it, keep him out on loan and see how he how he does. Yes. Benches, you lovely people. Um, what, what, you, what? I mean, were you disappointed that that uh, we a didn't see more youth, b we only got eight minutes of Loftus Cheek, and c we didn't get more youth than we were promised? If you see what I mean. Um, in the greater picture, no, because you know Chelsea are the most important thing, irrespective of who's you're, playing. You're all about the group, Dan, aren't you? A little bit. I mean. Back to Van Hinkle. Why don't you have a group hug and prove it then? Come on, boys. <laughs> hey, look at that! Look at that! I, I love think it. Van Hinkle hurt us only six weeks with an ankle injury. It's not as bad as people thought. Really? That may have changed. I, yeah. I just think if the players are good enough, will Jose play them? I mean, if there's an outstanding player at that level, mm. surely they see him in training, they see him interacting with the first team squad, they'll get into the, the team. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I can see both sides of the. Yeah. I can see. Sorry, Charlie Chas, say that again. What, a derby? Uh, yeah, Chaz has just asked me if, if we'll see any of the youth at derby tomorrow. I, I don't know. I hope so. Dan will probably be more... I think, uh, I think more. there'll be one or two, but it's a tough game. Yeah, yeah. no mugs derby. But derby no, just all. lost, yeah. and they might prioritise premiership, mm. getting to premiership, because mm. they've got a lot of games coming up as well, so you may find they don't put their strongest team out. Yeah. To see what the Wally with the Brawley does. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you, you, maybe two or three, you think? I'd be surprised if it was as many as three, but, really? but yeah, maybe two. Mm. Um, so we might end up actually seeing more of Mohamed Salah tomorrow, who seems to be, he, he's like the new Mikel, I think. If we're going to move on to Salah, are we, we are. now? Yeah. Well, I think, I think the thing with, with Salah, Mourinho has said he's not going anywhere in January. Between now and January, there's a lot of games still, um, and he's got to use his squad. We've got games like Derby and things like that, and... and you're going to dig deeper down in the squad for those games. So you can't tell a player you're off in January now, but I do think he will be. You, you think he'll be off in January for sure? Yeah. Um, I'd, probably on loan. I can't see anyone's going to give us the sort of money that we've paid for him. Um, but I can't see that he's, he's doing anything at Chelsea. Well, what, 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 what went wrong with him at Chelsea? I mean, you know, I mean, is he just not over, over, overawed initially yeah, I just, by the whole setup? I, I, I think he's too lightweight. I think he, he offers. I don't think he offers a lot different to what Schurler does in terms of bombing up and down, but I mean, Schurler offers so much more in other sense in terms of finishing. He very well with the Basel set up. Yeah, and he, he was given he a kind was of very role where he, was, he could he, they'd hit diagonal across he, and he'd run on, didn't he? was quicker than everybody else. Yeah, but he, he, he was, was very impressive rigid, against Schurler. I mean, I think, I think the yeah. Premiership, I don't mean that as rudely as it sounded, but mm. I think he, he's bullied I'm, out I'm of Premier midget. League games. I'm, yeah. He's just not got the physique yeah. for it. Schurler, actually, is a bit of a beanstalk. I mean, he got clattered by somebody, I think it was Liverpool, funnily enough, yesterday. But at least he's well over six foot. I mean, he's a big lad. He might not be strapping, but he's a big lad. And what has Salah got other than pace? That's, that's well, why you can't blooming shoot. Not, oh, not a lot. Brilliant. Yeah. Me and Dan, finally. <laughs> Dan, it yeah. didn't make it didn't make the celery moment or the chant of the match. Well, we, we were so yeah. bored on Wednesday that me and Dan Sills have come up with a, a chant for Mo Salah just in time for him to leave. Good luck. Okay, sure. can you remember what it is? Mo, Mo Salah, Salah, Salah. He's quicker, quicker than Gronky. Oh, he shoots <laughs> it over the bar. Mo Salah, Salah. What do you what? think? Yeah, very, very good. I thought Denver Bar was going to be in there at some point. Applause, <coughs> um, yeah. I think kind of the, the easiest thing you can say about him is since he's arrived, he's just looked nothing like a Chelsea-level player. No. That we need to... Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting talking about the Loftus Cheek press. So I thought the most interesting thing to come out of that was saying Mourinho said he will be in the first team squad as of January. I mean, with Dan Loftus Cheek. With, yeah, with Dan saying you know 
you know, he expects Salah to be off. I mean, Salah barely plays anyway, so I mean, whether lost to Chiefs... Who's going to buy Salah, though? Into Milan are keen for a loan. I, believe. I mean, he could probably, he's the kind yeah. of player probably do quite well in Spain, you know, where it's not as physical. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I, he's, he's looked good in the, in the Swiss league. Yeah. You've got to remember that. He hasn't had enough game time. He hasn't had time to build his confidence. I mean, cause he, he did look good against us on two occasions, but he's never had more than the odd start here, substitute appearance. He's never had a chance to prove himself. Well, I mean, we, we can't... We can't allow people yeah. to be able to prove themselves if they're not going to take the chances. That's true. We can't allow people runs in the side like we, we used to. No point. Yeah. Yeah, those days are gone. Right, yeah. just to wrap this up, um, a couple of things. Uh, we, we can't let talking about the Sporting Lisbon game uh, go without referencing that uh, a superb scorer of Chelsea goals made his European debut <laughs> on the goal-scoring stakes, Dan. The one and only yeah, John Mikel Obi. We were there when Obi scored again. Yeah. The goal machine, five goal goals machine. in eight and a half years at Chelsea. Yeah. I saw that Matic booted it into the net to just kind of try and, try and see if they could take it away from Mikel, you know, because obviously he was embarrassed that Mikel had scored. You know, it was hadn't. funny afterwards. I wanted to have a word with him about his goal because I spoke to him when he scored. Was it Derby he scored last season? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Fulham. He scored against Fulham as well. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He, did. Yeah. he scored two. I no, four. Yeah. Hello, you know. But after, after Derby, he came out and he spoke to us and he was beaming and it was the mm -hmm. funniest thing on earth. He found it amusing. Mm -hmm. So I called after him on, on last Wednesday. I, you know, John, quick, come and tell us about your wonder goal. One yard tapping, mm. and he just said, "Don't worry about it." Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, I hate the sticky guy. I really love Mikel. He was a man of the match in the greatest match we've ever had. You know, the, absolutely. In Munich. Yeah, he absolutely. was the man of the match without a doubt. He stood up, you know, four square with very, very large cojones. He, he comes across as a very level-headed and bright young lad when he's been interviewed. And he's I, only twenty-six. I, he's very. I just think mm. he's so misunderstood and underrated. And I think what we all, you know, what supporters don't see is what he's like in the training ground and with the rest of the players, but I bet you he's well-loved and I bet you he's well-respected by them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yep. There we go. Right, mm -hmm. final, final point. Uh, we got the draw today, of course, and we have PSG. Again. Paris Saint-Germain, in fact. So a nice little hop on the old Eurostar, Charlie. Yeah, Lots absolutely. of stickering yeah, around yeah, the Eiffel yeah, yeah. Tower. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a bit of a frog yeah. and roast beef, possibly. A bit of a riot, maybe, if we're lucky. A rampage. A I rampage think. through the streets yeah. of Paris. I fear for the shoe sellers of Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, um, should be a good trip, shouldn't it? Uh, yeah, easy trip. Yeah, and what about the what about the you know everybody's saying that we we got a really tough. I mean, Didier Hamann on Talksport saying I think Chelsea have the hardest draw because I can't take my red spectacles off. <laughs> but yeah. he's probably right because yeah. PSG I think are Man very City good. City have got the hardest oh, draw. No, funnily from, enough, but from the top, for the teams that top yeah. their groups, we've got the hardest draw. Well, oh, Mourinho wanted PSG. Was that just a ruse little, or what? A little bit of kidology. Did going he just right? know? He just knows the draw beforehand because obviously he's fixed. You know, we all know. I that. think. Yeah, I mean, this, I mean sorry, on. just on that point, if, if Mourinho comes out before and says, These, this is the team I want to get, then people can't, you know, you can't do the negative story afterwards, can you? No. Chelsea have got the hardest team. Mourinho said he wanted Clever. the hardest team. Clever. Everything for a reason. Clever stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm not worried. I mean, we're, we're a better team than we were last year when we beat them last year, even if they might be a better and, and team. And Louise is playing for them. And Louise <laughs> is playing for them. I know, exactly. exactly. So I'm, I'm okay with that. No, you, yeah, I'm, I'm, I make Chelsea fairly comfortable favourites. I mean, it, it, it's clearly. On paper, the hardest draw we could have, we could have got. Like you say, we beat Nari last year. We're a vastly different team. I'm happy with it. Yeah. I'm happy with it. Right, we've got to go we? because uh, we've got a break, and then we'll be back to do the fannies, combined fannies for Sporting Lisbon and Hull. See you in a sec.
fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea! Footballfancast.com I thank you, I thank you. I am Stanford Chidge. This is the Chelsea Football Fancast. This is Jonathan Kidd. Hello. This is Charlie Skillen. Hello. This is Dan Levine. Hello. And those are the benches over there, these lovely people. They might wave at you if they see a camera on the benches, top. Benches give us a yeah, wave. Yeah, benches give us a wave. Um, right, now, uh, a bit of a kind of a different uh, running order for the show this week, because we've, we've enjoyably actually had a good hour talking about football by doing uh, three parts on the football. I quite enjoyed that, actually. Isn't it? We don't, you know, you all give me a hard time saying we try never to talk about football. I think we've just done football justice, done smoothly, really. other than we've discussion of justice. your underpants. Well, I know, but I have to lower the tone. It didn't seem yeah. like an hour. It didn't seem like an hour, So anyway, so uh, normally we would have had uh, one bout of fannies, uh, but we haven't this week. We've uh, we've only got the one one part of fannies, and I kind of I'll, I'll admit it to you. I think I'll be honest. Honesty is usually the best ploy. Basically, as I said earlier on, uh, Dan and I had far too much fun talking to each other than actually really uh, engaging with the game fully. Uh, on Wednesday, and therefore I had no nominations for fannies at all. <laughs> so there we go. So uh, we've kind of got a little bit of a combined one, and to kick it all off, as always, we've got our Man of the Match and the nominations for Man of the Match. Well, actually, I've tried to be clever this week, uh, which is a bit naughty of me, but the first one is Matic. In fact, actually, you've got Mikel there as well. I've given Matic and Mikel a nomination based on their performances over the two matches. It all makes it's clever, sense. Clever, it's clever. It is. Yeah. And uh, I've also given Hazard, Hazard, a nomination purely based on his performance against Hull. Because, of course, he didn't play against Sporting Lisbon. Yeah. But I thought he was, I thought, I mean, you know, he scored a goal. He made a goal. Uh, he did clever stuff. He did, he, he had his, you know, uh, he, he, in his contract, actually, and even you don't know this, and you know everything behind the scenes of Chelsea, but I know for a fact that it's in Hazard's contract that he has to cough up at least three Guinness nominations, Guinness moment nominations a week, okay, <laughs> of every game, you know, it's in his contract. How and did he, you organise that then? How did you, well, you know people. You know people, did you? I know people that know people who steal things. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, I, I thought Hazard was great, basically, on yeah. Saturday. Um, but I can't actually remember, the, I think I did vote for Hazard, or did I? I can't, I can't actually remember what I voted for, because actually Matic kind of, I think, over the two deserves it. Uh, I, I thought Mikel wasn't as stinky as you boys were rudely suggesting earlier. Um, and yet Hazard's performance on Saturday was great fun. Blimey, I can't remember what I voted picture. for. What's that about? That's Mikel. Oh, see, the other reason why Mikel should get it, because you see, Mikel scored a goal, and uh, he then did immediately 100 press-ups straight afterwards. <laughs> you see? Because he's that cool. I don't know. I can't remember who I voted for, so never mind. Who are you going to vote for, Dan? Hazard for me. You're going to vote for Hazard? Um, he didn't have, <clears throat> he didn't have the, the, the perfect game against Hull, but when he, when he was on song, he looked pretty good, didn't he? Um, and, and like you say, he set up one and scored the other. Yeah, you know. I, I, I think that's quite normal for him. He's, he's either yeah. wonderful and you think, oh, brilliant, or he's excellent. And pretty, you know, pretty good at <laughs> yeah. in and out. He just yeah. said we all said he flitted in and out, but was still great. So. I've got a lovely uh, Jackaranda chick who's written something brilliant here. Uh, actually, and so is Daniel. Lovely to love the Mikel loving. And Jackaranda uh, chick says, I have lots of time for Mikel. Every manager has picked Mikel, and he does what he's told. D.D. Hamann is a joke. I can't argue with anything no. in that <laughs> at yeah. all. Um, mm -hmm. Charlie. 
Um, Hazard? I'm, yeah, I'm going yeah, to go for Hazard as well. You're going well. for Hazard? Um, yeah, I, I agree. It's really nice to see him score a header. I think he's only scored one before for Chelsea anyway. Yeah, he's a good header yeah, too. Great header. Great header. Great header. Flew he in. leapt like a salmon, yeah, like did. a proper one, not one in a tin. We yeah. knew it was going to go in from where we were sitting. Yeah. We, 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 immediately the centre came in, we both went, ho, ho, ho. Ah, that was quite a Guinness moment, actually. It should have been, too. There's a bit of a nomination. Okay, okay, okay. It was a great cross from Oscar as well for that. That's what it was, it was yeah. wonderful, yeah. It was inch yeah. perfect. Yeah. yeah, it really was. Uh, we could, we, neither of us could remember who it was. Because oh, could, no. Which one was it? It was a great cross, who was it? The right notes. I would never be like this man here, you know, he's brilliant. I just... I can't see, I can't remember, I'm just a complete waste of space. <laughs> and, that's, and that's if I'm sober. You I mean, when well. I've had a few pints, it's even worse. You celebrate well, though, Chief. I do, mate. It's all, the, it's all in the celebration Oof. for me. You, done, you got a bit of a hug, didn't you? <laughs> you, know, you haven't been hugged like that at a football match for no, about 20 well, years, no, I, When was the last time I got hugged by complete strangers at... Uh, um, in, German, in Germany, funnily oh, enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, I've never been hugged by so many people. And also, everybody was enormous. Big yeah. bear-like people hugging me. And I'm, like, I'm crushed, constantly crushed by complete strangers, with lots of them with very strange body odour. But anyway, I don't go. <laughs> All right, so two hazards and a... Well, uh, 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 we're back up, we're back up, we're back up. Where were we? Where were we? Um, um, <laughs> uh, I think Matic, we both agree, I think Matic was, was, is, is wonderful. It's just constantly, we're, we're in, even on, on uh, Saturday, we're constantly going... Uh, yeah, we oh, did, wow. didn't we? Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at how way he tracked back there. Oh, and he nicked it, and I kept going, come on, oh, Matic. Oh, look at Matic, isn't he wonderful? So if we're doing it on both, I think Matic was also great um, uh, on the Wednesday. So I'd say... You're going to go for Matic? Well, I'd say Matic, but at the same time, Hazard was great on... Yeah, in flitting yeah. in out on Saturday. So. Do you know what I think? Yeah. I think I'll help us both out. I, I really can't remember who I voted for, but what I will say is this, is that whilst I agree about the match, Matic was great over two games, but Hazard's performance was more man of the match-like. No, I agree. I you agree. know, he made yeah, a goal, yeah, scored yeah, a great yeah, goal, yeah, yeah. did clever stuff. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay. I agree. Just as well, really, because this is how the punters have voted at home. Uh, 69, I uh, didn't reverse all this, sorry. We, not, we don't get, usually Sophie does this much better than me. Uh, Matic, 12% in third place. How about that? Matic, 12% in third place. Mikel, people are getting blasé about Mikel, it. 19%. I think that's a kind of, you know, mercy vote. No, I think it's not the <laughs> vote at all. Hazard, 69%. Shoe in, as they say. Right. Yeah. Now, child of the match for me was a very interesting affair this week because uh, I could actually, as we said earlier on, because I was sitting next to Jonathan in the middle of the East stand, I could actually hear all of the ground. And it was a bit of a... A revelation. Now, three particular songs caught my eye. Now, one of them was, without doubt, the loudest, and I genuinely heard the whole stadium singing this, and, and Andy's nodding. Carefree? Yeah. yeah. As an absolutely rollicking Carefree. It was so loud that even Jonathan mentioned it and almost almost joined in. Yeah. I think felt under pressure because I was sitting there. I hummed. You know, he I did. hummed it a bit. He did. He did. Perfect. He did it like the goons mm, for did, some I reason. I don't know why. I did. Uh, but that was, that was really impressive. But I've also voted for two kind of slightly obscure ones. Uh, one, uh, the, the, the two or three people who made their way down from Hull and managed to find London uh, basically piped up, I think, sometime during the second half, at which point the shed, uh, the shed end, the Chelsea half of the shed end, did, who the hell are you? And, and I would have given them more points if they had said, who the hell are you? Because that would have been a bit funny. You mentioned it at the time I and I laughed. It, you did laugh. Yeah. Uh, but it made me laugh. Because, I mean, when you get a bit of, ban you know, bit of you know, bance, bance and poo housery, as we have to call it. <laughs> you know. Uh, but anyway, that was quite funny. But the other one, I, 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 I might have missed this had I been sitting in Gate 17, but good old Branner got the ubiquitous 
Ivanovich. Do, 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 do. And, I, and it's, I like hearing that. Yeah, me too. I love Brenner. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was disappointed. I, want, I was hoping for a bit of Philip Larkin is one more than you or something. There was just... There were no Hull references at no, all, not were so. there? No, Ooh. absolutely. Ooh. Philip Larkin's the great Yeah, Hull, I know, Hull I know. Poet, poet Laureate. Church. I know, I've, I've read him. I had to study him when they I was did, doing they, they, You up your mum and dad. Do you know that what? one? They don't mean to, they, but they do. You up. You're one of his did great I? poems. Oh, I've never read that one. I had to do Seamus Heaney as well. Farting exactly. bogs and things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so those Good are the three. Know. Those no, are the three. Nice digression. Out of those three, what are you going to go for? What was the question again? Uh, who the <laughs> hell are you? Uh, Ivanovich <coughs> or Carefree? Uh, I like a bit of Ivanovich. Yeah, we all like a bit of Ivanovich. Uh, carefree, because I, I think it was a cracker, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, it was, it was noticeable. All four stand. I mean, I sit in the West End, which is is pretty more. You like always sit in the West End. That's my season ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I, I met your old man. Didn't you I? did meet my was old it, man. Was it on Saturday or was it on Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday, I think. Was it? Yeah. It was yeah, really yeah, nice yeah. to meet your old man. I was very Good. nice about it, as I recall. I must have had a few beers. <laughs> <but> I <don't laughs> know. Yeah. No, but you were. You were. I, nice I picked you up. Yeah. yeah but he's a nice bloke. I like Charles. That's all right. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Just quickly, I think since I mean since this since the whole kind of media storm after Mourinho's comments post QPR, I think that has been a little bit noticeable. You know, yeah, when it does get going, absolutely. When it, like I said, I can especially judge it in the West End, much like you were saying in the East End, because you know the whole West End does does join in for a bit, and it's it does add to the whole thing. Um, I think it has made. I, I mean, as I said, it was really interesting for me to sit there and and really get a, a whole sense of, of of what it's like because. You just don't hear that when you're where well, I am. You do. You hear everything. You hear yeah, and I, I, I think I think actually sound. I yeah. think it's made a demonstrative yeah. dis, dis, uh, difference in the atmosphere since Jose made those comments. As a, there's a late run here for chant of the match, but it could be celery here from the lovely Deb CFC unofficial. She's just said, and didn't the Matthew Harding sing what the effing hell was that to the East End when they didn't respond to East End? East End, give us a song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I heard about this. Someone just told me about that. <laughs> but, no, no, no. That, I don't think that's true because if you remember, we did respond. Yeah. Because I, I then started that. singing a bit, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. Except I did it in I the I think very, we sang we, one song, you've only got one song, didn't we? No, I don't think we sang that. To, to the Matthew Harding. To Matthew Harding, yeah. <laughs> but I, sang, I, I tried, I never sing them properly because I was thinking if I sing them properly, I'll be thrown out. So I always do them in a very, very operatic voice. You're gonna, one gonna, song, we, you've only got one song. What are you going to go for? Um, well, I thought the... Carefree, uh, Ivanovich, or who the... I, well, yeah, I, actually, that's I, quite I, appropriate. Well, no, well, look, well, I've just said, when, when you, you joined in that one, who the... We've got five oh, no. minutes. Very quickly, you joined in, oh, you, went, and you, went, you joined in, you got up and went... <laughs> you did that. Oh, I did. That's you did. Is that why your friends were saying... <laughs> that's why that's my bloke said to me. Don't bring him again. No, he didn't, he was only mucking about. Um, um, I thought the Carefree was completely... It was cracking, wasn't it? I actually... But I commented on it. I said, wow. Can you hear that? So I'm I, can't, be, I can't bear I'm the tension be anymore. I'm going to be voting for that. I'm I can't, I can't bear it anymore. <laughs> OK, I'll vote for that. All right. OK. Oh, my God. Ah, well, only 9% vote who the mm -mm, hell are you, uh, which is disappointing, really, for me. But there you go. 36% uh, voted for Abra uh, Ivanovich, <laughs> which is a, a monstrous 55% voting for Carefree. Yes. Which is not a song I, I, I warm to, no, me neither. to be told. But when it's sung that loudly, yeah, yeah. all three and a half sides mm. of the ground singing it, Sorry, yeah. three sides of the ground singing it. That's more like, isn't it? Or three sides of the ground singing it. I joined it. in. Yeah, one, one singer makes, doesn't make a song. Yeah, but there were several others. Several others. Um, but anyway. Clapping vaguely. I'm happy. I'm happy with Carefree. Right, moving on. Uh, right, Guinness moment. Uh, this is, there's some good ones this week, I think. Uh, and all three of them, as I did say to Dan, I said it was in his contract, didn't I? It's in Hazard's Hazard. contract. He's involved in all three. Okay. All right, now the first one, which is my personal favourite, and uh, it's my personal favourite to the extent that 
Dave Abigail or uh, CFC Science made sure that I re remembered to uh, v uh, nominate it and vote for it. As Branner's fantastic back heel to Hazard in the build-up to Costa's wonderful. goal, and then Hazard does mm. this lovely three. Absolutely ball. wonderful. But uh, it was Branner's back heel, which I kind of. Mm, there's so something about the big Serb, as we should call him. Uh, doing something a bit fancy down. It's like when Branagh does a Rabona, I get quite moist about things like that. Uh, so anyway, Branagh's back heel to Hazard. All right. Yeah. Uh, Hazard, oh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but I, I, I remember getting potty about it when this happened. You should remember me getting potty about this when this happened. But right on the other side from where we are, in front of the West Stand in the first half, Bran uh, Hazard chips this pass to, to Branagh, who ran onto it and then kind of jungled with it. It all uh, went to naught, but it was... Just I remember, that, yeah, you, you, know, I you got, got really, very, very... I, I, yeah. Hot yeah, I did. Under the collar. Very sticky as well. You did. Uh, and uh, last but by no means least, I think we have to really nominate Oscar's brilliant cross to Hazard because it yeah. was just inch perfect. And when, you're, when you've got a small target like Hazard to aim for, you can't, there's no margin for error. It's not like if the Costa was there, just like hit and hope and it'll find some part of his body. But it was just but it was he like also a, looked, was it was like like a looked, strategic missile strike. He looked up. You looked he looked up did, and placed it perfectly. I did love a bit of that. Now, my, I personally voted for the Branner back heel, but um, the floor is open, Dan. You can vote for whatever you want. I'm going for the Branner back heel. I like oh, yeah. Yep. It's good, wasn't it? Yep. I like Branner. I worry about <laughs> Branner a bit because when we, when we didn't really talk about this in the sporting game, but when we had Luis and Aspie playing fullbacks, I don't know. It looked like a bit more normal to me. I don't know um, why. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it kind of looked like we were playing with two fullbacks. In other words, what I'm saying is that I think Brenner tries very hard, but I, I, there's something about him that tells me he's just, he's just not a fullback. Well, he's been given this new role, hasn't he, this season? Mm -hmm. He's going forward an awful lot more, which means that the, the guys at the back get, get dragged about a little bit, which is... They fill in for him, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I do love Brenner. Never, ever have a bad word said against him. So that's two for Brenner. Uh, Oscar's cross. Oscar's cross. Absolutely yeah. pinpoint perfect. I'd I, th I think, because we talk about Hazard so much, I think I mean, sometimes we're... I'm we're a little talking about hazard. A, a little bit guilty of kind of overhazarded, kind of uh, not talking about Staking Oscar quite obvious, as much. Yeah, yeah. I mean o Oscar's just such a wonderful player. He's still so young. I mean, he's, he, he's at the fulcrum of a lot of our attacks, and yeah. that was an that was an incredible cross. So two hazard, one Oscar. A, a Branner back heel. Branner back heel. I think it's pretty unanimous for us. Benches, yeah. what say you guys? Uh, Oscar for me. The pitch for cross between the two centre halves is superb. Mm. Okay, so it could be a split vote there. Apart from it won't be, because the people at home have voted, thankfully. We have no say. We're just here for show. Our votes don't really count. Uh, and the results are Hazard, uh, 18%. So they're obviously sharing your view. I mean, when they say has Hazard, they mean the chipped ball to right. Branner. 18%. Uh, Branner's back heel, 27%. Mm, disappointed, I thought. Very I disappointed. For a I know. Oscar wins, but uh, fair enough. It was a beautiful cross, and it led to a goal. And, you know, we did go ooh at the time, it has to be said. We did, we did. We, did we go went ooh. ooh, who did that? We did. Th ooh, we? who did that? Who did that? Yeah. Who did that? Yeah. All right, okay. Last but my name is least uh, is uh, the celery moments. Now, there's a few odd choices here. I should do the in reverse order. I think Mikel scoring uh, his first European goal has got to have celery. Uh, moment because it's yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah, it's funny, funny, yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah. funny. Yeah. Okay, um, I can't resist putting in Cahill's dive uh, <laughs> for a celery moment. I mean, only because it was funny. Because I mean, you know, I, I wish I'd had the nought out of ten to hold up because it was just so poor as a dive. Must do better. Learn from the foreigners in the club, for God's sake. So that has to have a nomination. This other one, the final one, you've, you've, you've had it teed up uh, before, and it nobody, does nobody will vote for it this one. Does it does require? It does require. 
Oh, oh, won't you be surprised? Uh, it does require a bit of explanation. But as you know, I was sitting with Jonathan in the posh seats, and I felt compelled not to be my normal self at the football. But I find it very hard. And I find. me, look, I'm up there. And now, I look. find. Oh, there we go. Oh, well, thank you. That is Jonathan's reaction after <laughs> I basically stood up when Chris Foy marched towards Louise and uh, Huddleston. And my immediate thought was he's going to, because I've been saying it to Jonathan for half life, he's going to he's going to send one of our players off. He's going to send. He we were in agreement. We thought he's going to send He's going to send one of our boys off. So the minute I saw, you know, Louis sliding in, and I didn't really see Huddleston stamp on him. So Foy's going across, going for it, and I'm and I was up. Foy, you absolute. I did use the C word, you and did. it was very very loud. But happily, there were other people that around. I, I had lost. Shouting. I'd lost my rag by then, and. So I was just convinced, and then and then and I and, and then Jonathan's kind of like tugs at my it elbow. It was the fact that Huddleston was going off the pitch, you know, at a rate you <laughs> <laughs> paid no attention tug, tug, to whatsoever. And I, was still, I was still shouting at Foy. <laughs> you were, you were all the way through. <laughs> and, and, he and I said, no, look, they're all they're all standing round Lewis because he's injured. It's not yeah. it's not because he's about to be I'm sent still off. Shouting I said, look, at Foy. this bloke here, Huddleston, here he comes. He's off. He's the one going down the tunnel. No, no, I'm still <laughs> shouting at Foy, and then you I sat down. Oh, don't tell anybody that I was shouting at Foy. <laughs> <laughs> So I got it completely wrong, not for the first time. But I did uphold proper Chelsea behaviour yeah, by passion. using the C word towards yeah. uh, Chris Foy. Yeah. And I have a yeah. very loud voice, and yeah. I did it in the middle of the stand. I, I feel very proud of that yeah. moment. Yeah. I upheld the Chelsea fan. Can, can I say that yeah. a previous Newcastle fan who got up and did that and used the C word was thrown out? Yeah, well, you can't from there. project but, like No, but also, to be fair, he did it on his own. Well, and, I did it and on he my stood own. round and yeah, but no, but you did it. But at the same time, people were still shouting out stuff at. Luckily, for, I got away with it. Yeah, yeah, it was a noise. It was volume coming out. <laughs> I'd done there. so well until then, and then I just like. And then when the when the handball was given, I was going absolutely blimmin' loopy at that one. I'm not. I'm just not very calm at football. What can I say? So no, those are the three. Enough. What were you going to vote for then, Dan? Um, I every uh, moment. Uh, I've lost it again. Okay, Mikel's Mikel scoring. Mikel. Cahill's dive. Chidge being an idiot. Mikel. Okay, I'm tempted with Chidge being an idiot. I think I'd probably vote for myself, but you vote for Mikel. Yeah. Interesting. Mikel. Has he scored in every competition now? He has. Great fun. He has. <laughs> all, yes. four, all four of them. Prolific. Four goals. Yeah. Mikel. You're going to go for Mikel? <laughs> you absolute <laughs> shyster. I can't believe it. Benches, redeem yourselves. Chidge. Yes! <laughs> I only voted for Mikel because I think it's. You all voting for me? No. No, thanks, Andy. I'm voting for me. You're not on the blooming nomination. Oh, it should be. I've done a 17-hour shift in. Oh on yeah. Friday, yeah, yeah. And then we'll, travel back on Saturday morning just to make sure I got in time for the kickoff. Well, I'll tell you what. Will you settle for a round of applause from us, lot for being <laughs> a legend? <laughs> there you go. Nice one. Gaff, are you going to vote for me? I did vote for you, by you the way. Can't... All right. <laughs> and Andy voted for me. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Good man. Right. Okay. Um, I'm very sorry to tell you that with a whopping 99.9 percent, I win. Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, not true. Uh, in reverse order, Cahill's dodgy dive gets uh, 8%. Uh, Chidge gets 25%. Well, that's something's a quarter of the vote. So one in four people who, who follow this show have a brain. I, I love you. I love, I, I love a quarter of you. Thank you. Uh, which quarter, I don't know, but I love a quarter of you. Uh, which means that the dear old Mikel, a very worthy winner, I have to say, far more worthy than me, is Mikel, 67%. He's a winner. He's a winner. Been 100% if you'd been if you'd scored at the back post. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I was very excited being that close. I, I, I felt the urge to you to know, get out there to dive I did, in. I did, but I didn't. Anyway, that I'm afraid is the end of the fannies for this week. I really enjoyed it this week. It was quite a giggle. Uh, now we will be back after the break. We're going to have a bit of Chelsea chatter stats read by Jonathan Kidd and some lots of news as well. See you in a sec.
Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea! Footballfancast.com Enough, thank you. Uh, I am Stafford Chidge. This is the last part of the Chelsea Football Fancast. I've had a real blast tonight. It's been great fun because I've had some lovely people who are Dan Levine, Mr. At Blues Chronicle himself. Hello. And a lovely Charlie Skillen. Hello. Who uh, no doubt I will see in the Fimbra again soon. I would have thought so. And the lovely Jonathan Kidd. I love who, you. Who Lord sponsored lovely. me on Saturday with roast beef and lots of other nice things too. Thank you. Enjoy. You must come again. I would love to. It was great fun. Now, uh, at this particular juncture, we like to do a bit of Statage, you see, and our mate Chelsea Chadder provides us with a few stats and then we hand them to Jonathan Kidd and then he reads them out in a proper, serious, adult-like voice, but only after we've heard this sting. I never knew Chelsea had so much history. Chelsea finished the Champions League group stage with the highest goal-scoring tally of 17. Chris Foy has handed out nine red cards during Chelsea games, including seven in his last nine. Jose Mourinho is the quickest manager to reach four hound... I'm sorry, I'll read that again. There's no second takes in this. Jose Mourinho is the quickest manager to reach 400 Premier League points. Petr Cech made his first Premier League start for the Blues since April. Ramirez has made 100 appearances for Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. And now, the moment we've all been waiting for. The stat of the week. Stat of the week. John Terry is the first player to win 400 games with Chelsea. Wow, that's a stat! That is a stat! That is a stat, that's amazing. Stat of stats. It is, it's quite cool. 400 games. The first Chelsea player to win win 400 games. He's a legend and a wonderful player. Double, hang on, quadruple ton, quadruple ton, quadruple ton. John Terry's (laughs) won the quadruple ton. It's a bit mental. Yeah, it won't work. It's good. For more Chelsea stats and history, go to www.chelseachatter.com and follow him on Twitter at Chelsea Chadder. Well worth following him. Good, good stats come out from uh, and, the Chad. And a lovely bloke too. Yeah, and you read that, that. You read that beautifully. Oh, That's the yeah. best you've ever read it, actually. Thank you. You know, you know, Cecil. Is it Cecil um, B. DeMille's great direction to John Wayne in the, great, the, great, the greatest story ever told? John, just give it some awe. Oh, surely he was the son of God. You gave it a bit of awe tonight. Thank you. There was a, a, a kind of religious aspect to it. I'm, I'm in awe of you all the time, oh, Jonathan. Sweet you know that. Thank you. That was beautiful. I loved that. Uh, right, now, um, obviously, normally at this time of the evening, we have uh, the lovely Sophie to read you a bit of uh, news and what's going on, a few emails from you lot, and uh, sadly, you'll have to put up with me doing it this week, right after this lovely imaginary bongo playing sting.
Right, enough bongos. Thank you. Thank you. I was watching you. I was watching you. I was caught bongoing. I'm you were caught it. bongoing. There'll be no uh, surreptitious bongoing on this show anymore. Right. Now, first up, this is great. I met a lovely, lovely guy on Saturday at the, uh, the CFC UK store uh, by the name of Ian Starkey. And uh, Ian has written a book. This is it. This, can, can, we have a, can you see the book here? No, not that book. That's the next book. This book here. There you go. You can see that. You can see that. Lovely. Okay, and it's called From Black Cabbing to Blackouts. And it tells uh, the story of him being a cabbie and also, very importantly, following Chelsea over land and sea until he very sadly suffered from a very severe stroke uh, which changed his life completely. Um, but it is a very, very uplifting book. I can tell you that now. It's well worth a read. It's, it's quite a small book. My favourite kind of book. Not many pages, a few pictures. And it's only £6.99p and you can get it from Amazon and you can also pick it up from the CFC UK store. I commend it to you. It's a cracking little read, and he's a lovely bloke, so it's, uh, you know, it's worth, worth helping him out. Now, you've already had a sneak preview of it, but uh, the lovely Al Gregg, who wrote the book The Wrong Outfit, uh, you did see a picture of that a minute ago. Hopefully, there we go. Um, now, it's a great, great book, and it's basically about a boy growing up and discovering punk and Chelsea and kind of growing up with all of that. And he's brilliant, and he's a great friend. He's been on the show many, many times. Anyway, he has done several audio... Well, he's done several chapters of the book as audio versions, and uh, one of them's done by Mark Worrell from Gate 17, who you all know and love. One of them is done by Ray Gange, who uh, was the roadie for The Clash in the film The Rude Boy, who is also a Chelsea supporter, and lastly, they, one of them's been done by your old Uncle Chidge. Uh, so listen to the other two, don't worry about mine. Um, but anyway, if you want to have a listen, it's great fun because Al's done some effects and stuff, it's great. It's, it's, it's a bit like a Radio 4 kind, it's a bit, a bit like a book at bedtime, it's got effects in it and stuff, it's great. <laughs> so my, my voice goes through the kind of, you know, the echo chamber and stuff like that, it's good. Anyway, if you want to listen to that, please do. Uh, you can check it out, basically go and find it on SoundCloud, uh, the, uh, the wrong outfit. What I'll do is I'll put a little piece up on the ChelseaFanCast.com website with a link to the SoundCloud or I'll embed it on the site and you can have a listen there, but it's really good fun. Also, uh, you, we have to say congratulations to Al on the birth of his lovely new baby son, Billy Wiz. Well done, Al. I think a round of applause for Al. Lovely, cute kid. Al had a great, a great picture on his Facebook uh, account of, of he's two days old, this kid, and he's got this baby in his arms watching uh, the whole match on, you know, he's obviously on dodgy stream on his computer with his little, little son. It's a lovely moment, so well done, Al. Uh, now, we have some emails to read out. We have uh, two emails, which doesn't seem half enough to me. No. Get emailing, people. You know, you didn't know it was going to be me this week. For all you know, it was going to be Sophie. So where are the emails? <laughs> Poor show. Right, now, the first one's great, actually. You'll love this. Good morning. All the way from the States, it says. More specifically, Milwaukee. That's where the Fonz was filmed, wasn't it? Was it that's where the Fonz was filmed? The Fonz, Happy Days. Yes, I'm, yeah, I'm aware of his you, work. You were, you, I mean, and I, know we, I know we've established that you're not that, you know, that you are actually a lot younger than me, but you're not so much younger that you can't remember the Fonz, The Fonz, the Fonz and Prince. And Prince. Thank you. Good knowledge, Dan. Okay. I like that. Uh, what was it? Paisley Park. There we go. What made Milwaukee famous made a loser out of me. Song by Rod Stewart. Great song. Wow, knowledge. Like that. Okay, anyway, good morning from Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, I try to catch the podcast whenever I can. My three-year-old daughter, Mia, and I are huge fans and watch games together weekly. Attached is a photo of her doing her best impression of her old favourite player, David Louise. Let's see. There we go. Can you see that? 
<laughs> that's quality, isn't it? You see that, boys? Yeah. That's great. Geezer. Geezer-tastic. Geezer. Yeah, and, and it gets better, because she, she, she used to run around and yell, Hello, geezers, uh, when the game would start. It's a little three-year-old, right? Uh, she was pretty bummed when he left, but has moved on to new favourite players, such as JT and Remy. The show is great, very entertaining and enjoyable. Keep up the good work and keep the blue flag flying high. Mike Justman. Cracking. That's it. I love emails like that. Yeah, it's great. Little pictures, too. Will he be watching the show? I don't know. He obviously listens to it. I would imagine he will. Mike, if you're listening to the show, make sure you find our YouTube channel, which is amazingly enough called Chelsea Fancast, and you can see that we've included that picture of your lovely daughter doing, sticking her tongue out like David Louise. And when you, when you go and watch it, you have to press the like button, apparently, according to Steve in the gallery. There's a like button. I mean, I'm very even-handed, so you can equally press the dislike button if you want, but apparently the like button is the one. Right, now, see, this, this, this was definitely an email for Sophie, but I, I, unfortunately I have to read this out. And I, I know, it pains me to do. Can you try an impression? I mean, this is the kind of sycophantery, what we like to call poo-housery, really, on Twitter, mm. don't we, don't we uh, Charlie? Poo, banter and yeah. poo housery. Charlie. Jonathan. Charlie. I know. You it's called, confusing. You said Charlie to me. I know, but yeah, it keeps yeah, you on your toes, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> anyway, it says uh, the dear, dear, the wonderful Sophie and those ugly blokes that are with you, and, and Chelsea fancast. At long last, Chelsea have managed to win, but only 2 0 to a team facing relegation. Was this because we were without Fabregas or? Question mark. Thanks very much from Blake, smiley face. Blake, I think I, I don't mean to be disparate. This is not a disparaging comment, Blake. I think you, you're quite, you, you know, you're a younger supporter, in my opinion. Because if you're a bit hacked off that we've only gone like a, a game without winning, <laughs> I don't, I don't think you were. I th- you know how the saying goes: "Where were you when we were poo?" I, I don't think you were born then. That's my summation of that. Without sounding, I don't. I'm not trying to be rude. I just, you know, what do you think, boy? Are you bantering him off with? I'm, I'm bantering you off with poo housery, Blake. I think that's I, what I'm doing. I think it sounds like he's just trying to say something so he can email Sophie to understand. Um, okay, I, I don't blame him for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you see, I so, said it's, it's a smiley face at the end that sealed it. The thing, the thing is, I send her emails every week, but I, I don't get them read out on the show. I don't even get a reply from her. <laughs> you know, I get rest, restraining order. That's what I get. You know, it's so unfair, isn't it? But uh, I think I think we, you know, when, when we were talking about the game, I think we decided that I think we did miss Fabregas a little bit, actually, didn't we? Yeah, completely and utterly. On a, on a serious point, to yes. answer Blake's very serious question. <laughs> no, we still won. We still won. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's very interesting, isn't it? Actually, you know, I did a little LBC number with uh, Ian Payne after the game. I had to disappear, and I found the voiceover. You did. You found a little, the, uh, little area Aussies. down by the yeah, the kitchen. And, you know, and he was all going on about that. They, they are such. I mean, I like Ian Payne, but they don't have asked some stupid questions. You know, I mean, thank. I wasn't actually. I was quite sober for me on Saturday, wasn't I? You had coffee. Yeah. So you know, and thank God I was, because I think if I'd have had my usual dose, I, he, he wouldn't have got the answers he got. But first of all, they asked me, "Is this the best football I've ever seen played at Stamford Bridge?" And I said, "Well, you know, it was pretty good against West Brom. Oh. It, it's amongst the best I've seen. But you know what? I thought they played some pretty lovely football in '99." And I think they played some pretty lovely football in the in the eighty three eighty four season. I mean, the attacking football we played that season was lovely. I mean, for God's sake, who, I don't care what football we play. I'm as long as we win at the end of the day. And then he asked me, they asked me this in all seriousness: Is is Diego Costa the best Chelsea striker ever? Of course not. I mean, they asked me that question, and I, and I, I mean, I, I nearly said something very rude because I was so surprised. I said, well. You know, I thought Didier Drogba and Kerry Dixon were quite good. He might be one day, you never know. Yeah, I said it's a bit early to say yeah. that, boy. He's had like 15 games. Peter Osgood. Peter Osgood, yeah. Or Bentley. 
So there we go. Um, Alan Mays. Alan Mays. Dave Mitchell. Whoa. Teddy Maybank. Oh. And, Chris of course, Gordon Davis. Number Dave one, Mitchell. Yeah. Number one Robert Fleck. is Robert Fleck. 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 Number two is Robert Fleck. Fleck. Number three Fleck. is Robert Fleck. Fleck. Let's not do the whole song, but I think you get where I'm coming from. Just his goals. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe Allen, there's another one. Yeah. We've had some strikers, haven't we? Um, I, I should have said out. something really, like, you know, obscure like that. I thought actually, you know, Pierluigi Casaraghi had it all. On Joe <laughs> Allen, um, I, was mum, I was grumbling on Twitter on the way, way back from Newcastle that it had been not the best, best afternoon. And Joe Allen responded and told me I should have got on the booze in Newcastle with him. Oh, you so, should have done that. Well, I was, already on, the, I was already on the train back, unfortunately. Oh, but, sure. uh, He's a decent he was bought from Hartlepool, wasn't he? Hartlepools. Yeah. Hartlepools. 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 Hartlepools, man. As it was then. It's Hartlepools. Monkey um, hangers. I, I remember, do you remember he scored a goal and celebrated so far into the shed because it was his first goal at Stamford mm. Bridge that it took about five minutes and we were, I think we were, were two one down or something at the time. Against Liverpool. And, and uh, I know it was, it was somebody were, I think it was a League Cup game. And, and Bates got really angry in the box, actually. I remember what, because I was above and watching Bates coming down. Get back, get back up here. <laughs> Shouting at him. Oh, Bates. But Jylan came out with a line that could almost be the, 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 the subtext of this show. And it was, he said, win or lose, we're on the booze. <laughs> <laughs> Who came up with that? Oh, he just tweeted it to me on the oh, way right. back from Newcastle. I was going to say, I, I, I mean, it's a, it's a phrase I, I often use, and it, for yeah. me it goes back to the 80s, but I, I thought maybe somebody had, you know, you knew who... No, 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 no. he just chucked out. Oh, disappointed, Dan. I was all revved up. Um, talking of disappointing, we kind of... I mean, how long have we got left, boys? Two minutes? Oh, we'd better wrap up then, really. Um, which is a shame, because I've really enjoyed it tonight. I've really enjoyed it. It's gone well. It has, it has gone well. <laughs> This is not really the Chelsea fan yeah, cast, yeah, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I, look, I'd just like well. to, I'd like to apologise to everybody viewing for the high professional standards of the show tonight. It has been very Don't worry, um, we'll, 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 we'll reduce them next week. Yeah, it'll get down yeah. to its usual low level. I'm going to talk to them about it next week, but we've got to go. So, right, now, make sure you lot out there send in some very juicy emails, some good stories, some photos that we can show, and email them uh, during the week to at Chelsea fan... Not, no, no, not that one. ChelseaFanCast at gmail.com. And uh, Sophie will will get them. I was almost Sophie will get them out on the show. What I meant was, of course, <laughs> Sophie will read them out on the show. They're almost out anyway. Aren't I they? know they are, and they were last week. Yeah. Now that is, as I said, sadly, all we have time for this week. But we will be back next Monday, the twenty second. We will be back next Monday. I know, shock horror, because there is a live show covering the Stoke away game. Now you know how awful the shows are when there's a game going on because we can't actually do anything other than watch the game. But we're prepared to give it another go. Dan's looking shocked already. Um, even better, actually. I mean, it's going to be me. Yeah, I'm here. You're, you're going to be on the show, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sophie's going to be on the show, and Canners is going to be on the show. Oh, fantastic. Paul Cannaval, former football uh, Chelsea football player. Canners. Anybody else coming on the benches? I'm yeah. going. To, I'm going. Gaff, okay. Gaff is going to be here? Yeah, yeah, be. yeah, all right. So there'll be a few of us here. Yeah. I need more than 45 seconds, so just keep recording, boys. Don't worry about the other channel. Um, right, now, uh, Candice is going to be here. It'll be an absolute laugh. We'll be watching the game and we'll be doing whatever we do. It could be disaster. It could be great fun. Who knows? Now, if you're in Australia, you can see Canners yourself, believe it or not, by going to an afternoon with Canners at the Elephant British Pub. Uh, one cinema place, Adelaide, uh, at 1pm on March 21st. And uh, email adelaide at chelseaadelaide.com for more details. Now, we've got a load of guys uh, who we know out there who will give him a very warm welcome. It should be an absolute hoot, so make sure you go. Now, don't forget to follow the show on Twitter, at Chelsea Fancast, and make sure you check out all of the great blogs and stuff uh, that I write, Clayton writes, other people write, on the website, chelseafancast.com. 
and you can also find some information on there as to where you can download or listen to or watch this wonderful show. And of course, check out my weekly, weekly uh, lovely articles on the International Business Times UK Sport at IBT UK Sport. They're good. I mean, I think I gave a copy to Dan and Charlie earlier on, and they've marked them out of 10 for me. So, you know, proper <laughs> journalists will give me a mark. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Brilliant to see you, Dan. Fantastic to see you, Dan. It's Delightful to be here, yeah, as it really always. Is. Okay. Bravo. Yeah, Bravo. brilliant. Yeah, quite right. Bravo. Quite right. Now, if always I don't, a privilege having yeah. Dan on the show. Isn't it? If I don't see you before Christmas, have a great Christmas, mate. Cheers, mate. No doubt you'll be in Stoke next week. I will. Will you be at the... Um, Chelsea Trust. I will. I'll see you too. Thursday. So yeah, you I'll see you Thursday. Excellent. Oh. I'll be there for a short time, but I will be there. Charlie, brilliant. See you again. As always. He's a regular. Lovely. Thank you very much. Yeah, Good man. Yeah. We love having you on the show, Charlie. Thank you talk a lot much. of sense. It's great oh, to have cheers. you here. Jonathan Kidd. Yeah, yeah, clap for Charlie. Cheers. Brilliant. And, uh, mate, it's brilliant to see you. Thank you, John. Uh, and it was brilliant. It was really lovely to uh, sit down and, and watch a game with you. Yeah, you're a great company, very informed. And, oh, thank uh, you. And it's very lovely to, to sit, because I frequently, on the few occasions I have the ticket, I, I've normally taken away supporter, and it's mm. nice to have uh, yeah. the joy of having somebody who knows about yeah. the game with me is great. It's fantastic. Well, I'll just give a quick plug to yeah, my, uh, my video, which is my Dance Like My Dad videos on my website, which is my new... Um, a comedy song. That's right. Which is per perhaps funnier than the King of Thongs one. Well, I don't know. The King of Thongs was up there. Went down. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. Don't yeah. like my dad. This one. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of a funny thing to say on the back of thongs. Yeah, but no, I but couldn't. it didn't arrive. Why didn't you call it the Thong Thong? Yeah, that would have been. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair we enough. Should have done. We should have done. Now check out the Rudy V stuff because they are very funny, and I do retweet them. Jonathan tweets them, and I'll often tweet them from Chelsea Fancast. Yeah, now, you. finally, 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 thank you to the lovely, lovely people on the benches. Uh, give your let's have a look at the benches. Let's give them a round of applause. They have been Gaffer. They have been Dan. And they've been Andy. Great to see Andy back on form. Lovely stuff. Well done, boys. Right, now that is really, really it. We've got to go. Thank you, you lot, for listening on Mixler Live. Thank you uh, for anybody who's been watching. See you next time. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep it Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea! Yes, you can, It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.